Welcome to Dungeons and Gamers, a cool D&D podcast that you can listen to. I'm Bryce, and I'm playing the half-orc ranger, Fergus Bog. And I'm Aaron. I'm playing the wood elf bard, Cookie Kebler. I'm Beckers. Uh, I'm playing the barbarian, Bear. I'm Matt, and I'm playing Morthos, the tiefling sorcerer. I'm Darian, and I'm playing Belladonna, the High Elf Rogue. And I'm Katie, and I'm everyone else. (laughs) Last time on Dungeons & Gamers. We started off in a small village with the now-cured children from the mysterious illness. When we left the little makeshift hospital, we were greeted with a whole village saying thanks and giving us random tidbits of gold and valuable items. Bella was given an immovable rod and magical parchment box, Morthos a raven figure that turns into an actual raven, and a magical gem with the disguise self spell in it. And I was given a rucksack of retaining and a wand of magic missiles. In total, we were given 240 gold pieces, which was divided amongst the party. Well, except for Rokuzin, who decided to give his share to Morthos because, well, he and Roy decided to stay in the village and help them figure out what exactly caused the illness and as added protection if something were to come up. After we said our goodbyes, we made our way to Waterdeep. Along the way, I had a heart-to-heart with Bear, Morthos bonded with his raven, Fergus befriended an injured wolf, and Bella and I had s'mores. Once in Waterdeep, Fergus got us rooms in a beautiful inn called the Golden Harp. I immediately took a nice warm bath and everyone else left for a bit to go do some shopping. Once everyone was back, Fergus told us about his parents' death and how the This man called The Collector has his mother's necklace hidden in a huge casino he owns called the Violet Scepter. Fergus wants us to help him get it back and possibly cause a little chaos for The Collector along the way. Everyone agreed to help, but I gotta say, I'm really nervous about how things are going to go, but I gotta help my friend. Okay, so I know we ended off the last session kind of like bedding down for the evening. And Fergus, you have your own room and everyone else is in the same uh, like suite where there are multiple rooms. Did we decide what the sleeping arrangement was? I think somebody fell asleep on the couch, didn't they? On purpose? Um, I know Bella said she was going to hang out in the common area. Okay. So... Probably Bear and Cookie would be in a room, and Morthos would just have his own room? Yeah, I think that's kind of how it... That's kind of how I remember it. Does that sound about right for everybody? I don't remember. I made some remark, like, are you going to, like, kill me in my sleep or something to Bella? Oh, yeah. It was like, no, she's going to sleep in the common area or meditate or, you know, what elves do. Yeah, because she doesn't need, like, actual, like, lay down sleep. So, um... The first person awake, then I presume that would be Bella because you need the least amount of sleep. Is there anything in particular you pursue in the morning before everyone else gets up or are you just kind of doing your own thing? No, I would just kind of bum around. I would just try to familiarize myself with the area pretty much. 
Okay. Yeah, that's easy enough to do. Um, just like glancing out windows, taking stock of things. Like if you did want to go for like a walk around the hotel, you could. But, like it's no pressure to do anything in specific. It's more like you're going to have a couple of hours before anyone else is cognizant or coherent. So if you wanted mm-hmm. to go do something, you could. But if you don't, then that's fine. So, Bella, you're up. You kind of do your like looking around, familiarizing yourself with the area. A couple of hours pass. Everyone else is able to wake up after achieving a, a night's long rest. What do you do with your day while you're waiting for this contact to show up? Does anybody have any specific plans? In the suite, is there just, is there like a kitchen or is it just a seating area? I, I think there would be, um, it's like a kitchenette, basically. You have mm. one of those like, um, like wood burning style, like a small with like a chimney flue sort of thing where you could cook something on top of uh, like a stove top sort of thing. But also there's like a little bit of an oven. It's just one of those like really small sort of versions of everything. So you totally could like wake up and make food if you wanted to. You just don't have like a whole grand kitchen or anything like sure. that. Because I can see um, Cookie waking up. Well, she's an elf, too, so I guess she just meditates heavily. Oh, right, so, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll just, she would just be up early, and I could kind of see her making cinnamon rolls for people oh, for I the morning. <laughs> okay. I, I always, in my head, you're a half-elf. I don't know why I keep thinking that, so I keep That's thinking that here. That's <laughs> is the half-elf. Blah. Anyway, yeah. so you two are both up early. So, yeah, if you wanted to bake something, there aren't any supplies here. So you would have to go like it's the sort of setup where there's like utensils, but there's not food uh, supplies there. But you could easily either. um, Well, how would you go about uh, obtaining those actually? And about what time would you say that you start putting that together? Hmm. Well, I'm sure there's like a. She could easily get the ingredients somewhere in the town and probably just whenever and bakeries and stuff are usually open fairly early. So probably just whenever they're open, she probably went, got the ingredients, came back and just started baking probably pretty early in the morning, probably around uh, sunrise, I would imagine, maybe okay. a little bit after. Yeah. It, and it's being who you are. It's really easy for you to find the local bakeries, not only because you know what to look for when they're like opening up shop to start like setting up and baking for the day and making their pastries mm-hmm. and such. But the smells, you can kind of follow them. Uh, mm-hmm. As you know, you know what to look for those early morning hours. So yeah, easy enough. You can go and you can obtain enough to make. Um, are you making like a lot of them or just enough for everyone here? Probably just enough for everybody. Yeah. Okay. It's like since the, the oven's not that big, she do, she knows she doesn't have a whole lot to work with. So, Right. Um, and especially going to like a bakery you can obtain like smaller amounts basically like buying off of them the supplies that you would need so it's really cost effective you get basically like a little bit more than what you need just to make the like batch for the morning and you can come back and you can finish those go ahead for me did we say that you have proficiency with cooking tools that's how we were going to do yes. your baking right so go ahead yeah. and you can check for me let's do a, a cooking tools check and see um, Cookie got a 22 in, cook, in cook's utensils. So as you're making these, it's been a while since you've been in like a big city. So you've been wandering around pursuing these new flavors. And it occurs to you that it's just been a little bit since you've had such finely milled flour and finely milled salt and sugar and just the sort of like high quality ingredients that you can't quite get when you're out in smaller towns. 
And so you whip up this batch of cinnamon rolls and you go through the first rise of the dough. And by the second rise of the dough, you can already tell that these are going to be some of the fluffiest pastries you've made in a while. And they come out of the oven just absolutely gorgeously golden brown. The cinnamon is in the perfect little curl on the top. You're able to make the icing glaze over them. And it just kind of like sizzles a bit on the edge of the pan. And everyone wakes up to the smell of like freshly baked cinnamon rolls. But the most just mouth-watering scent is filling. Well, everyone but Fergus, who doesn't get the benefit of waking up to this wonderful aroma. Um, well, except for also Bella, I guess, who's awake and watching the process or around for the process if she so chooses to be. I get to witness the aroma. Exactly. <laughs> but even even you, when looking at these, as you pull them out of the little oven cookie, are like, hell yeah. <laughs> this is Damn, the best batch of in a while. Exactly. It's that like cartoon level of you're you start floating off your feet while you're smelling it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So like you know that pretty much like you don't make bad pastries. The only time something comes out poorly is if you don't have good ingredients, but these are particularly good. Amazing. I can't wait for everyone to try them. (laughs) Fergus, what do you do with your morning? Do you wake up and you go like up to the suite where everyone's at, or are you taking some time to go do something by yourself? What are you up to? I mean, so he knows that there's a meeting some point that they're going to come. He, he figures that like, if somebody showed up in the morning, they'd come notify him. So he kind of, he, he takes his time uh, waking up like this. This has been a while since he's been in a, a nice inn. Uh, even even if it's like he's not in the suite, he hasn't slept in a, a solid bed uh, with all this traveling and stuff. Uh, any any time not in a bed is not a time that he enjoys. So so he uh, he wakes up a bit slowly, and he uh, looks down at his his uh, new uh, wolf uh, companion um, and uh, uh, digs into to his uh, rations. Ooh, uh, so I went shopping last time. Could I like? have gotten some like dog treats oh yeah especially in a city like this one of the bakeries specializes in um like freshly baked dog treats okay because i was gonna say he breaks off some more rations but i was like i could get dog treats uh yeah so he yeah. he he uh, reaches into his bag and gets a little little uh, dog treat um i think i think he'd probably have gotten like i guess some stuff to take care of like he's maybe got a dog bowl and some like actual food for him so he's not just mm-hmm. eating treats but um, he gives them a little treat in the morning and then, um, he, he goes over to like, is there like a closet area? Yeah. Okay. So he, yeah, like this isn't the suite, but this is still like, like a mid grade, nice hotel. You've got like a closet, you've got, um, you, you have, you don't have like a kitchenette there, but you've got like a really nice soft bed. You've got a little desk and a chair, like a little candle sort of thing. Like everything, like just the modern comforts sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it's not like it's not as nice. It's just not as decked out, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. So in, in he's, he, he's got what few clothes he carries with him set up in there. And then he also has the magic mirror that is now uh, wrapped in its own bedroll um, because he picked up a new bedroll just for the mirror. And he kind of like, he gets, he gets dressed and then um, he like brings the bedroll down a little bit, like catching a peek at the mirror, just like looking at that, like 
fantastical image of him for a moment and with with kind of like a sense of longing and then he kind of like covers it back up and like tuck tucks it uh in the in the back of the closet and then he just kind of like plays with rascal for a little bit going like oh who who's a good wolf who's a good wolf and then uh and then he finally goes well i guess we gotta go see the rest of them and then he uh gestures to wolf to follow him to the uh the suite. Okay. So everybody else was able to wake up and have these like absolutely mouthwatering fresh baked cinnamon rolls. And by the time you get there, Fergus, they are cooled off. So it's not quite as like warm and gooey, but it's still probably the best cinnamon roll you've ever had in your life if you so choose to eat it. Yeah, I, th- I think he's not going to turn down. Uh, I, th- I could see Fergus being a picky eater, but he's not picky about uh, sweets. So he definitely chows down. That's fair. Would anybody spend time outside of the room or would you all be inside of the room? I know you said you were going to like survey the area, Bella. Were you going to like go or like take a walk around the inn or were you planning on staying in the room and kind of just like window surveillance sort of thing? Um, I'd do the whole building. Okay. So there's a point where you're you're walking Uh, back in from kind of doing another like perimeter check sort of thing and there is a pretty finely dressed woman standing in the lobby area she looks probably uh elven maybe high elven uh just by the like length of her ears and sort of like fine details uh, or like the fineness to her features she has very very long brown hair that's like intricately braided she has a what looks like fine clothes for traveling. And she's got several traveling cases, like suitcases and chests on like what essentially is like a bellhop sort of thing next to her. And she looks over at you as you're coming in. She says, Oh, uh, do you, do you work here? And it's not like condescending. It's like, she really doesn't know. Like there's nobody standing at the, the podium and, She's got like a key in her hand that you can see easily. It looks like she's looking for help. No, I don't work here, but is there something I could help you with? Make a perception check for me. I rolled a 15. Okay. She kind of looks around. She says, well, I've, I had the key sent ahead to me. And she starts fiddling with uh, like her hair and her earring a little bit. Uh, one of her earrings, and she looks around. She's kind of got it in her hand. She says, I would like somebody to help me take my things, but obviously if you don't work here, I wouldn't want to burden you with that. And she scratches her nose a little bit and kind of crosses her arms over her chest and says, "Mm, it's just a shame. Oh, well, it would be no burden at all. I'd be happy to help you with that. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. I think I'm on the second floor. Um... Let me look at the details here. And she pulls out a piece of paper and starts reading it over and is able to direct you. She's got a room pretty near the suite, actually. And she puts the key in and she opens it up uh, and kind of like opens the door and like waves to allow you to like she's grabbed a couple of the boxes, too. And so between the two of you are able to carry them in and set everything down. And she closes the door behind the two of you and starts taking her earrings off and says, Oh, I thought that it might be you, and sets them down, says, So, 
I know a little bit about you, but not much. How much do you trust these people that you're with? Well, I don't know that much about them. Um, but I really like the other elf that we're traveling with. She seems pretty genuine. So I trust her and she seems to trust them. So I just go off of that. Okay. So perhaps we um we work with them well, but don't release all of our secrets. Oh no, no, absolutely. She um, opens up one of the chests and she pulls out a couple of what look like map cases and she begins unrolling papers. And there's three pieces of parchment, like big rolled up pieces, like the size of maps, essentially. Um, One looks like it's of much higher quality than the other two. And she begins to unroll what looks like schematics. She unrolls that one. Something should have popped up. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first floor of... The Violet Scepter. And then she unrolls the second one. And then the third. And she begins talking through um, the details that they know about each of them. She stops at one point and says, Did they tell you who was coming? No. And she like, does like a gesture to herself. You can call me the lark. And they can call me the lark, especially. The lark. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Just lark to my friends. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and she she's like spreads out the one for the first floor and she says, This one we were able to uh swipe from the city itself, so obviously a little bit more finely done by one of the highly paid cartographers. Looks a little bit more official for that reason. She unrolls the other two and she says, these are drawn from memory by some operatives that we've had working inside. The only thing we're not entirely sure of is the collection area. No one's been inside there, but they've gotten looks through open doors, caught bits of conversation and been able to piece together what we're fairly certain it looks like. This is as close as we can get right now. We do have a little bit of time, I believe, before the... They intend, you intend, to enter? Yes, uh, just a little bit. Okay. Have they uh, indicated what sort of payments they have for this information? Um, I think they intend for the payments to come from the vault. Oh, that's perfect, because we have a few ideas. We haven't finalized exactly what we're going to want, but you might have to pick up a few extra items while you're in there. Okay. We'll see how it goes, of course. Uh, is there anything I need to know before we go in? The green man is very stubborn. Mm. Wow, why has it got to be about the color of my skin? <laughs> oh! Not because of the color of your skin. That's a descriptor to call you out easily. I saw you raise your hand. What was your raised hand for? Uh, I was, I was going to ask about how the map worked, but I was like, we could address that once I get the map, but like... I, I guess just so I know. Um, so is the map, is the main floor downstairs from the first floor or how is this working? It's going to be upstairs. Yeah, she's going to give like a rundown of everything. Okay. This was just the the initial contact. She didn't really like go through the schematics with Bella. She's basically saying like, here's what we've got. Here's what we're not exactly sure about, but that's between you and me. Um, You know, this is, she's giving her like the rundown of information that she wants 
Bella to know, but isn't necessarily like sharing with the group just just yet. So it's not like she's getting the full rundown and you all won't get that. That will be later. But yeah, so um, she's like, you know, good to know. And uh, there's like a screed in this room. So she takes a few of the boxes behind the screen and um, does like a quick change out of the like fine attire into something much more like common city travel. Um, she just has like uh, this like almost like a dark blue sort of doublet and these black like almost riding pants it looks like like there's leather on the insides where where you would think that somebody would need that to ride a horse or something mm. some simple boots takes a few of the like pinned braids out of her hair and like just lets them fall so she just looks like a little bit more everyday sort of uh like commoner i guess mm. and kind of puts her hands on her hips and says well um you think they're ready I hope so. All right, let's go. And she rolls the maps back up and puts them into one of the cases and exits the door, holding it for you, closes it behind you. And she looks over at the door to the suite and looks back at you and says, that one correct? Yep. And she waves as if to like gesture you to go on ahead of her, like she'll follow. And I do that. And I open the door. And I walk inside and I sit down and <laughs> do all the, all the stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, like, I always give people an opportunity to, like, if you're going to do something specific, like, you tell me how you do it. Because sometimes I don't care and sometimes I'm like, wait, hold on. I have a very particular way which I want to open this door or whatever. I don't know. I'm going to backflip into the room. It's going to look so <laughs> fucking sweet. Did Bella get any of the cinnamon rolls? Oh yeah, Bella was art. Okay. Bella was awake before she was awake. the rest of you. She probably got it like fresh out of the oven if she wanted to. It's like we were probably chit chatting as she was mm-hmm. like mixing stuff up and chilling. It's like that elf trans life, though. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a point uh, in the morning, Fergus. You've come upstairs. You've had your still absolutely amazing, just not quite fresh, uh, or not, I should say, not quite like out of the oven fresh baked cinnamon roll, and you've had probably about an hour or so to yourselves. And Bella has made one of her rounds, and as she's coming back, she opens the door, and she's followed by an elven woman with long braided brown hair in what looks like simple traveling clothes. Yes, Bryce? Uh, I do think, uh, like, I think Rascal, my wolf, is is mm-hmm. kind of like, I I think he he kind of, like, comes up to Bear and kind of, like, sniffs sniffs them a little and then kind of, like, cuddles up near them Uh oh oh what has bear had the cinnamon roll before or after this happened i you would have got fresh ones and i showed up late so you would have all right so i'm i'm fat and happy right now all right (laughs) i'll let it slide oh yeah where where's the cactus cat i'm with me Oh, so it should we should we assume cactus cat's always with you unless stated otherwise? Yes. Okay. Claudia. Claudia. I remember her name because it's so clever to me. <laughs> um, in fact, I guess you've already eaten bear. You do you think a cinnamon roll is enough to uh sate your appetite, or is it more of like a like a morning tidbit before the meal? How long before you get hungry? Probably got, I probably had, let's be honest, a couple of cinnamon rolls, right? Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I would have had to have been stopped from eating them all. <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on how many um, Cookie was able to make. 
I could see her at least at least making a half a dozen, so at least making six. So that mm-hmm. way, like maybe Bear could have two and everyone else could have one. But if the oven was big enough, she could have also made a dozen, unless that's too big. I would say it would be big enough for like one layer for a dozen. It's not like an okay. oven with like multiple shelves where you could bake a couple of trays. Uh, mm-hmm. Like maybe if like four is like the normal size. So this one would take like one one dozen pan. Okay, right. so she probably made a whole dozen then. Okay. So Bear had like half a dozen. Yeah. I was going to say like <laughs> yeah. at least four or five. <laughs> so Rassel comes over and, and cuddles up with you and there's a little bit of like nose wiggling. Um, they can You can tell that they're just kind of like, not like, uh, what's the word? Not like the sort of like greeting scent or not like the sort of um, like, uh, it's not invasive. That's what I'm looking for. It's not invasive smell. It's like they can smell probably the, like cinnamon roll on your breath and it's just like and then they just kind of settle back in you smell them back <laughs> yeah 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 yum, yum, yum. <laughs> okay go ahead and make uh go ahead and make a smell check for me oh sure uh <laughs> i rolled a nine um you can smell a little bit of the like dried meats of the sort of like dog food style food that um that rascal had at some point all right. And there's still a bit of the like the wild scent um clung to him. Like you've been traveling with people for long enough now that you end up getting like baths and stuff like that periodically. Whereas um he just kind of still smells like grass and, and dirt and nature, but not in like an obtuse way and like an I, I can smell this because I'm an animal <laughs> sort of way. So that happens at some point beforehand. <laughs> and then later on, uh Bella comes back from one of her little perimeter checks and she was followed by somebody this time who is, uh, they've got long brown braided hair. They seem to be elven. Um, if you, like Cookie, you probably could tell that she's probably a high elf just because of the familiarity, the greater familiarity that you would have. Um, she's in simple blue, like sort of traveling doublet and looks like riding pants almost. She's got a map case slung over her shoulder. Cookie would probably walk up to her and be like, I have a few cinnamon rolls left if you want one. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yes, you're the baker, aren't you? Hmm. Yeah, I, I bake stuff. <laughs> with I bake. <laughs> fr- uh, Frogus perks up with somebody like he doesn't recognize coming in, and and kind of I think I think he's not he's not saying anything right away, but he is like scoping her out of like why is this checking stri- her out? Yeah, this. <laughs> No, this uh, this this stranger <laughs> yeah. here when we're trying to do like secretive stuff. Why? Why mm-hmm. did? Yeah. She takes a bite and she looks absolutely pleased by the quality and consistency of your phenomenal cinnamon roll. Uh, and she kind of is munching on it, taking a little bites, and she says, "Well, um, you only call me Lilia, and I believe that we have business dealings to." Pursue. L- Lilia? Yeah, can you mm-hmm. say the name one more time? Lilia. Like the new league champ? Lilia. Okay. Like the Lilia. new league champ, yes. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but absolutely. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. I wish I could do accents, in which case I would have given her an accent, but I can't, so I won't. So she has said "I we have business to pursue, like as a questioning sort of like, yes? Uh, I Is Bella explaining who this person is, or... or- um, this is my associate, 
she's going to help us with this gig to in whatever extent she feels comfortable with. Uh, okay. So be guess- nice to her. <laughs> at that at that point, Frigus kind of stands up and and he like looks her over and goes, "You're friends with Bella." Yes, associates. And what what kind of associates? Would you like to join our guild? Uh, Otherwise, I see no need to tell you. <laughs> What what guilds are you part of? The guild. We're not actually part of a guild. We're associates. Okay. <laughs> He's not used to dealing with people's contacts, is he? She kind of looks over at Bella. He must not be. Sorry, don't mind him. <laughs> Let's move on. For Fergus, Fergus is kind of like darting eyes between uh, Lilia and Bella and... He he kind of looks looks at at uh, Bella kind of quizzically, like this this isn't what he expected to happen when when he asked her for information, but he he's not like the you know he's not gonna turn down the information. He's just kind of very like I'm I'm trying to see what's happening. I'm very confused, um, but. He he goes like, I guess if you have information about the casino, I'm, I'll take it. Absolutely. Do you have a price in mind, a service to offer? You, when you ask people for information, usually it's bought, or we can come up with some sort of other arrangement. He, kind of, eyes Bella look like, like this is your person what what's happening kind of look is is what he's trying to like communicate with his eyes of like like kind of you know like this is your friend i don't know what's happening (laughs) well similar to how you paid me to be on this job you're going to also pay her and she's asking how what you're going to pay her she's trying to be polite about it but you're making it very difficult um well I mean for the job that we're working on uh Fergus Fergus is, like does not know what this chick's deal is so he's you know being coy with the details he's just for the job we're all getting an even split of whatever we can get out of I'm not interested in your job you want information, you have to purchase it. Okay. If you don't have money, then you might have goods or you might have services. I mean, do you want something that you so you don't want something from the building? You don't have to tell me what you're doing. I can guess <laughs> a few reasons why somebody might want the schematics of a casino. It's up to you whether you have a set amount that you would like to suggest or whether you would like to pay in kind by retrieving something. At this point, I think, like, Fergus is, like, frustrated. Like, he knows he doesn't have the words. He knows he's, mm-hmm. he's not, like... He's out of his depth. Yeah. 
and mm-hmm. he he just kind of like gives like a result like he he's kind of been like um a very tense positioning uh with his body language as he kind of tries to communicate and at this point you you kind of see that like drop in like a like a you know i can't do this sort of sort of way like kind of giving up and he goes just tell me what you want for it well it's not a set price it's depends upon what you have to offer i i can get you something from the building i can help you in whatever if you if you tell me what you want i can try and get it for you i'm just is your target the vault of coin or the vault of well the collection the collection for sure and he 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 looks over the group knowing that he's promised them money and he goes and of course the gold as well so both but, but I think Morthos yep. speaks up and he's uh Lilia don't, don't worry about this guy he's he's a king he's he's super generous he paid for the suite he'll he'll definitely pay you whatever you need you know like he'll he'll spend every dime he has he's super rich he's got this fancy mirror it's fine <laughs> fancy mirror <laughs> Interesting. I do think that we could come to an agreement. I will take some time to think on what item might be worth retrieving. And if I don't come up with any ideas based on what we know of the collection, then I can throw around a gold mount. Okay. Well, you tell me what you want, and if I can get it or provide it, I just... I just need something from the collection, and whatever that takes is right. what I'll do. Right. Well, we'll come up with an idea of what I would like, and I'll give that idea to you. And should that not pan out, um, as operations like this sometimes do, then we'll come up with an alternative. In the meantime, she opens up the cases that she's got over her back, and she starts spreading out the maps. So this is the first floor. Where you enter, where you sign up, become a member of the casino, behind that are the cashiers. That is where you go and you retrieve your chips, and where you cash out when you leave. There is a bar and a cafe to the left. Of course, there are drinks served on the floor, as there always are, because as drink flows, money flows. But if someone would like to take a break and maybe have a bite to eat, that's where they may go. That's to the left. You'll find the hosting area prior to the cafe and the seating. To the right from the main lobby... You'll see the staircase leading up to the main floor. It is called the main floor because that is where all of the tables are. Uh, it is not the main floor in the sense of it being the first floor, but buildings are buildings. There are several tables. There are clockwork slot machines. There are VIP rooms off to the side meant for private parties when somebody would like to rent out a room and gamble in peace, I suppose. Not really my idea of a good time, but they exist. And then... Above, on the observation deck, there is a door that will lead to the collection. Typically, only VIP uh, types gain entrance to the main collection area. Very special people of interest have been known to enter a interior room that is more deeply set in, I suppose, or further back in the building. You'll see on this map in general is the one for that, that area, and she says... 
What we know about this area is that there is a main collection that VIPs may access. There is a more important aspect of the collection that somebody even more important might gain access to, and that beyond that is some type of vault. So, that should be everything you need. Oh, and the arena, of course, is on the outside. Oh, okay. Um, the gold vault is behind the collection? Is further in? We know the vaults are in there. Okay. As you might expect, uh, an organization or a person who possesses great wealth might not create schematics of the exact proportions of their building. So this is what we have been able to obtain, myself and my other associates, and what we've put together based on what we have seen, what we have heard. Okay. This is the closest thing you will get to a schematic of that vault area and the collection. This is not how I expected the casino to look, but we're going to live with this. This is going to affect my plans a lot, but we're going to do what we can. Um, there are other areas of the building. You look disappointed. <sighs> Behind the cashiers are additional gold storage areas. Behind the cafe is an entire kitchen uh, things like that. There are, of course, I'm sure, break rooms for the workers. Didn't think that you would be interested in those, but I'm sure we could come up with additional information if it's needed. Uh, Fer- Fergus just kind of like looks uh, saddened, and he 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 just kind of goes, "I didn't expect him to keep the collection uh, by the gold vault. These are supposed to be separate tasks." And and kind of like well, there are other areas as I mentioned. There is an entire storage facility under lock and key near the cashiers behind that hallway. Uh, he he kind of like nods that like he hears her, but he he like his entire plan that he had he had thought he could pull off is is like falling to pieces just like looking at the schematics. Uh, Frig- Frigus uh does does uh chime in with like looking for one li- light of uh glimmer of hope from this, and he goes, "Do you know if it's still true that the the winner of the tournament gets a tour of the collection?" Usually, that's what happens every year. <sighs> okay. Maybe. They might even have access to the inner VIP area near the vault. I think that might vary depending upon who won and how impressed the collector is. Okay. Okay, so just reading the map. Okay, so there's the... Is there like... Because you have the observation deck and then you have VIP leading left and right and then the vaults going straight forward. The VIP are the rooms that they can rent out to gamble. Those okay. VIP... That's separate from where, like, the collection is. Okay, but then there's, on this map, we have the the collection in that front zone, then security zones. Uh, through security, there's the VIP uh, collection. It's probably collection, and my handwriting's just bad, yeah. <laughs> and then to the... To, through that is where the vault is, where the vault door is separating. So presumably the VIP, 
is that where the VIP hang out? Or is that a place that like only the VIP get to see this part of the collection? Yeah, that's what she was trying to convey was like, if somebody gains access to the main part of the collection for, you know, because they have connections to the collector or they are a person of import that the collector would like to impress, that's like the main area that they would take someone to. But there is an area with like more, not important items, but more treasured items that the collector has um, that not everyone just gets to see because the loss would be greater to them, essentially. So that is something that somebody would need to be led through several security zones. Uh, Am I seeing on the left side of this collection thing, does that say Scepter? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Fergus points to that and says, what's with the Scepter? That's where the Violet Scepter is kept. Uh, He kind of like shrugs and goes... I guess I didn't expect there to be a real Violet Scepter. What's <laughs> what's special about it? You know, that is a question many people have asked. And though many can look, none can discern any magical qualities because they're not allowed to. So there are many stories. Um, what we believe to be true and what the collector likes to tell people is that was the very first item that made them want to become a collector uh, that they came by. And it is so important to them that they decided to name their casino after it. But it could be a magical item. It could be made of candy for all we know. Um, it doesn't let anybody close enough to learn whether it has any hidden properties. Um, it's on a pedestal by itself for a reason. Okay. Frigus is like he he's kind of letting his his uh, disappointment drop and go like uh, you know, like in his head he's just going like I'll look at this and I'll figure something out. Uh, but he go he uh, looks at her um, expectantly and go, and 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 says in the collection there should be a necklace with a, a red um, gemstone in the center. Um, do you know what part of the collection that's in? Not off the top of my head. We do have a little bit of information about what is in each room. I could retrieve that for you. If you find yourself in need of guidance, then we could add more than simply information to what you're seeking. If you are looking for more of a partnership situation, uh, Fer- Fergus, Fergus, uh, I mean, doesn't want, like, he, he's already figuring he's, he's way too in debt to the, the group that he's with. So he's, he's, he's kind of going, uh, let's, let's try not to cross that bridge unless we need to. Very well. We'll consider consulting fees at a later time. Mm. Uh, and, and, uh, Fergus. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I, I need to know from her. Uh, so there's clockwork machines, tables. D- um, I get. I guess at this point, like, is anybody else looking at the maps? Anybody else have anything to say? Obviously, Fergus is like combing these over very tightly, but the rest of you are here. Uh, I think Morthos is just like. So uh what's the plan, Fergus? Are we are we going here? Are we getting a room there? Are we gambling? What are we doing? 
Okay, so Fergus uh, goes. Give me, give me a second, and he he's looks over the the maps again, and and he goes, um, Cookie, can you talk to Bear for a second? Can, can you translate? Yeah, absolutely. So Cookie casts speak with animals. Um, Fergus goes. And he's like, like looking at Bear as as he talks, kind of you know the way that you like talk to someone with a translator. And he goes, um, "Bear, you seem to be a mighty warrior, <laughs> and I need your help. I can't do this without you." Um. This casino has a tournament of champions, of of fighters. And if you can win it, you can get by my mom's necklace. Um, I mean, I don't know if you are... I don't know if a bear can steal things, so... He kind of looks around. We'll probably have to send someone with you. Uh, t- I know they have have uh, tag team matches or um, two, you know, group group matches. So if you fight together, you should receive the tour together. Um, if you can get into the room, hopefully we can steal it. And then he looks at uh, around um, first, first to Morthos, kind of, <laughs> kind of going like, like he he kind of looks at him, going like, oh god, um, <laughs> and and then and then over to to uh, Cookie, and then goes, and then like he kind of like has an idea pop in his head, and he goes. But maybe if we have an inside person, this might get a lot easier. Cookie, you're an amazing baker. This casino has to have a baking staff on hand. If they lose their baker, maybe they would need a new one. Are we going to kill somebody? <laughs> I'm down. Did Bear did Bear did Bear just say that? To you? and then Cookie translates. I, okay, well I still haven't reacted to the first part of what okay, you yeah, said. And, yeah, I was going to say yeah, did yeah, did Cookie translate that all or are we just yeah, waiting yeah. now? It's like after he's done Cookie translate to Bear. Okay. okay, okay. Yeah, I just figured it was one long run-on sentence, but right. I thought Bear was just like staring blankly back at Fergus, just like none of this is. You're just like looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> well, in- unless unless uh, Cookie's doing like an active translation as he's talking, like they do in you know some stuff. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm I'm really strong, uh, <laughs> so I could probably beat those people up if you want, but. Why would I do that? <laughs> Fergus goes, um, you can have an equal share of whatever we can get out of this place. What's in there? Uh, I mean, 
So many uh, lemon bars. I assume they they got some cool stuff in the collection, but we're going to try and rob gold. You want that? What, what do I need gold for? <laughs> I use gold to get you stuff, to get you food. So it will help to get you yeah. So ba- Bear's like thinking this. I'm just, I'm just thinking of that meme where it's like, what is it? Money can buy many things. But anyway. Um. <laughs> Money can buy anything. End of sentence. <laughs> with, with Rascal earlier, I thought of that dog meme where the guy's like, who's a good boy? And the dog's like, but what does it truly mean to be good? And he's like, who's a good boy? And he's like, as good a state of being or way that you can act. And then the owner is like, you're a good boy. And the dog's like, what? This is the best day ever. <laughs> That I pictured with Rascal. Anyway, continue. Sorry. (laughs) (sighs) I don't know. He's like, whatever. Forget the meme. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Becker's just trying to communicate without memes. Oh my God. (laughs) I don't know how. All right. Uh okay. Sure. If you're gonna if you're gonna give me a bunch of good food afterwards, fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. It should be real easy. And you'll get to fight a bunch of people if you're in this tournament. Sometimes you gotta just let it out, you know? Uh, did... <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're still translating everything Bear's saying to me. even Abs- if you're sp- Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, we'll just assume that's what's happening. Yeah, I because you were responding back, I, I didn't know if you were, like, gonna translate and then respond back, but yeah, let's, let's assume oh, sure. that I'm getting everything she's saying. Yeah, yeah. Ferg- Fergus goes... Tell you what, after this job's done, we'll all have the biggest feast you've ever seen. Nice. <laughs> but, but, uh, Fergus, uh, kind of like gets low and kind of like looks bare, uh, dead in the eyes and, and goes, This whole plan relies on you. Can you do it? I got this. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh and and with that uh Fr- Fergus kind of uh looks back at the the lady uh Lilia and goes Well, we have a way into the collection. Um we need somebody to go with who can steal things good. Do you do you know someone who can handle that? There are many people who can handle that. I could probably find someone for you if you're not confident in the abilities of any of your companions. With with that Fergus kind of like looks at each person expectantly, kind of like like looks at Cookie and he's like, I don't think so. Um, you don't have to have experience in stealing things to be good at it. You just need to be quick and clever and quiet. Uh, well, still, you know, still. So that's you out. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. For, 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 Fergus was not gonna try 
doing doing the actual theft. Um, that's why she got- leans back, taking another bite of the cinnamon roll, and looks very pleased with herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looks at Cookie, kind of goes, "No." He looks at Morthos, kind of going like, 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 kind of like squinting at him, like eyeing him over, like maybe. And then he looks at Bella, like looking for like he doesn't know anything about her. He's he's very confused about like what is happening like this is not what he expected to happen he doesn't he doesn't know that she's a rogue he doesn't know that like she would be good to steal stuff so he's just kind of like eyeing her over to like think who would she be like and he just kind of like looks at them and be like do one of you want to volunteer i can steal stuff good do you (laughs) exactly how i say it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay i mean i guess i guess we have someone do you uh do you want to go with bear and fight in the tournament and get whatever we can out of the collection but yep. at the end of the day that necklace i whatever happens that necklace is coming with me if if I have to raise this building to the ground, I'm getting that necklace. If that necklace is in there, I'll grab it. Don't you worry. Um so Fergus goes, Okay. The tournament's handled. We've got that. And then okay. So if we could get Cookie inside. And 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 he he kind of looks looks around at Lilia. He goes, is the Boulder's Gate Bake Off still a thing? I believe so. Uh, should be coming up in a month or so. Uh, Fergus, Fergus looks at, at, at Morthos and Bella and goes, are you too good at convincing people things? I mean... I'm I'm here, aren't I? I've convinced you to bring me on and pay me, and you don't want me to fight, and you don't want me to steal stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, why not? Okay. Uh, and he looks at Bella, and what what about you? Sure. Okay. Well. Okay, I want to make one thing clear about this job. We're not killing people. We these. People are who who work here are just people. They don't deserve to die. They don't deserve anything. The collector is a different matter, though. That guy, hmm? if he falls off a bridge at the end of this uh, caper, I ain't upset. But we ain't killing need- need- needlessly. We're not killing guards. We we're not we, killing we, a baker. Yeah, we're not killing the baker, <laughs> but... I do have to say, their baker isn't quite as good as yours. <laughs> but if you two could convince him that he is one of one a place at in the Boulder's Gate bake-off, then he will have to travel down to Boulder's Gate. He'll be gone with plenty of time for us to pull off this caper... And while he's gone, will they'll need a new 
uh, Baker in their uh, employ. So if you guys just want to trick him into thinking he needs to get his ass to Boulder's Gate right now, uh, that'll deal with him. And if that fails... We kill him. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if that fails, then he's still alive, but we figure something else out. Uh, he he, he kind of like looks at Bear in a like, I respect you, but hold on. <laughs> That's not... <laughs> Rain it in, Bear. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I also, I also find it like Bear is saying these like murderous things, but we're hearing it in Cookie's voice because she's like, <laughs> like say, say that line is Cookie. So we're not murdering a baker. <laughs> so if that fails, it's Cookie Cookie's just like ah. by Bear's thoughts. I don't know like, if Bear, that would come hell? across the same way. Yeah. It's like Cookie and Bear like friends but she's like man this sad bear (laughs) and he goes okay so we're in the collector collection cookies are inside person god there's he he looks at lily and goes they've got a lot of guards don't they around the areas that are important yes and i'm sure with the tournament they'll probably be bulking up hmm Morthos. Fergus. Mortho Morthos <laughs> goes Fergus. How do, you, how do you feel about labor unions? I think that collective bargaining agreements are a good idea to give power to the workers. <laughs> That's what I was hoping you'd say. That <laughs> might <What>? help us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was hoping that was exactly what you would say. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping those exact words, were, like I was really banking on that exact wording. <laughs> okay, so Baker's out of the picture. We can get rid of a bunch of the One workers. They're in the they're in the collection. God, why does the vault have to be there? I love that, like, Fergus is, like, counting this on his fingers, just like... I'm, I'm literally counting, so like, I have my hand under my table, and I'm, I'm actually, like, <laughs> counting them. Um, like, like, this is, this is, like, a checklist that I'm, like, doing. Um, and he goes, okay, so we do that here in the tournament. And he goes, okay. I, I might have a way into the vault. Me and Morthos are going to discuss it later, but I might have a way in. Um, I think I think we have a plan, at least to get in, get that collection and possibly into that vault. Um, yeah, I think I think we're I think we know what we need. Uh, thank you, Lilia. You're welcome. Good luck. <laughs> like, I hope you enjoyed hearing our whole plan. <laughs> now, what are we acquiring for her? Yeah, well, yeah. I, she's she's going to tell us what she wants later, I think, was decided. Or does she need it now? I don't remember off the top. Yeah, she said she didn't remember off the top of her head, um, like, what all might be in there that they that she would want in like recompense for it because she was basically giving you the opportunity as a group to decide to try to like pitch an offer to her. Oh. 
And since one wasn't necessarily pitched, she's like, all right, I'll come up with something and I'll let you know. Yeah, just float me a note with whatever you need me to look for in the in the vault. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Fergus, Fergus goes, yeah, just let us know before the date of the tournament and we'll. Oh, don't worry. Figure it out. And and uh, forget Fergus like is is definitely like from the sunkenness of first looking at the schematics, he's definitely looking a little bit more hopeful. Uh, like he he kind of has an idea of how to pull this off. Um and and well, I will leave you to it well, unless you have any questions. Uh, forget Fergus does look look at everybody else in the group and goes, "Do you have anything else?" to suggest because any any other thoughts on how to increase our chances we might need steroids okay. <laughs> did you say steroids steroids <laughs> uh, cookie's like she just said steroids <laughs> i guess kind of like half cocks his head at bear like looking at her quizzically and goes like well Look around for them, I guess. <laughs> Look around. <laughs> I have to say that I'm pretty confident perform- performance enhancing substances are disorder. In fact, they have a way of screening and dismissing enchantments and things like that. Not necessarily on your magical items, but if someone were to, for instance, have a companion in the crowd who was able to give them an advantage over their own abilities. Uh, Those can be dealt with in the arena. Fergus looks at Lilia having just like had the thought in his head because he's like traveling with Bear and it's almost become like, oh yeah, they're just part of the team. This isn't, you know, weird of like, would they allow a bear in the tournament? I've seen more um, unusual things. If you're willing to pay the entrance fee, they usually let anyone or anything within reason. I think if you came up with a stone golem who was impervious to all damage and said, this is my entrance, they probably would say no. But if you want to pit a bear against okay. seasoned fighters, not to assume that you aren't a seasoned fighter yourself, of course, my dear. And she like nods to bear, says... But I don't think that that would be the most outlandish thing they've allowed now. Uh, Fergus kind of looks at Bella and goes, well, I guess if it comes to it, you might just need to do some convincing. Um, But looks like we might be golden on that front. (laughs) (laughs) For the audio (laughs) listeners, Darian was winking a lot. (laughs) Just now. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So so uh yeah, I think think that's all the questions uh Fergus has for Lilia and we have a vague deal of like I guess she'll just float us what do we have to have to She'll pay let her. me know what we need to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Ultimately it's gonna fall down to me to make sure that it happens. Well, I mean <laughs> it's just no, mine. I I do think that I'm w- I, I guess based on the way that sh- we're interacting, does does it feel like I'm responsible for payment, or that Bella's responsible for payment to the this lady? 
she addressed the group as a whole. Okay, so it's almost like the group's responsible. Well, yeah. to be fair, I'm kind of like the one arranging. So if the rest of you guys the leader. are being held, yeah. at least on this job, I don't consider Fergus the leader of everything. He's just the one who's... His personal arc just came up really early because that was how you let everyone know that this one right. shot was going to be continued into yeah. a, a regular <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but I do imagine that if, if you know, the... Th- the this lady is like, hey Morthos, uh, you owe owe me for the job. Morthos can be like, that's Fergus's thing. Yeah, you, Fergus owes you. <laughs> so I think the same way, like Bella was kind of like, you know how you hired me, and then I was like, and then Morthos was like, oh, don't worry, Fergus is loaded. He's a king. He's got all sorts yeah. of valuables. Like, yeah. you know, he'll take care of you. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So I so I think that Fergus pro- kind of has a feeling that like, what a- at the end of the day whatever they want if it goes sideways he's the one who's gonna have to come up with something for him um because at the like he almost sees that like if at the end of this job you know he doesn't have any reason to be working with these people anymore um but yeah that's uh i think i think that's all we have for that thing um and 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 Fregas once again goes um thank you for this thank you for your time is he talking to Lilia yeah to Lilia okay she nods of course I will be um around if you need anything else and she kind of like uh smiles and nods at Bella and takes the map case and just kind of starts to like make her way out oh, okay she's leaving the maps though right. Yeah, just the case. The maps are still out on the table. She's okay. just taking her case with her. It looks very nice. It's like a really finely embossed leather. Like there's some like silver inlay and stuff. Like she's taking that shit with her. <laughs> yeah, we we need exact details of the the map case in case we want to make some merch. There you go. <laughs> Lilia's map case merch. Everyone's gonna need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she kind of swooshes out of the room. You hear the door close, and you are all left to your own devices. I have devices. You have devices. I'm not, I'm not a tinkerer. Ooh, I just started start playing with whatever weird cube Cookie I'm Cookie brings out her iPad. The Wi-Fi here sucks. They said it's free with the room, but the password's not working. <laughs> We've all been there as everyone laughs oh. and is like, <laughs> you're a yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, yep. Uh, so, uh, Fergus... Fergus kind of goes, um, I guess, I guess, uh, that's the things we need to do. Uh, first thing to do would probably make sense to get Cookie in part of the casino if you guys wanted to, if, I guess we need to find out who their current baker is and kill them and Tell him that he has won a position, uh, a place on the Baldur's Gate Bake Off. Remove him from his position. Remove Under him from his position a in a non-lethal in a way, physical manner. In a, unless that becomes inconvenient. Fr- Fergus, Fergus just kind of like puts his like hand over his head, just like, why did it have to be these people? <laughs> Cookie's like, they're baker. Probably worked their butts off to get to this position they're at, and they're just doing their best to be there 
And they're going to be real bummed out when they know they're actually not on the Boulder's Bake Off. So I'm just trying to save them from that pain. (laughs) (laughs) By ending their misery forever. Die over it. We'll make it quick and painless. Cookie's like, I am not going to go in there if he dies. Challenge him to a bake off for his job. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because every casino uh, honors uh, street bake off. What if instead of killing him, we just make him really sick for a while? For over a month? Yeah. I'm sure there's (laughs) ways. Let's call that a solid B plan. All right. Does does the Kebler name carry a lot of weight around here? It does. And I'm going to, that's why I'm not going to be using my Kebler name in this. Because if this goes bad, I'm not going to tarnish the Kebler name. Yeah, that's well, smart. So yeah. I do not plan on using my actual name throughout this whole thing. Yeah, Fergus. Fergus kind of looks at everyone. Kind of expected they know that, but after that comment, uh, Fergus kind of look looks and goes, "Yeah, let's assume we're not referring to our to each other by our real names for any time we're anywhere near that casino or dealing with this job." Oh my god, you people have been using your real names this whole time? I thought we could have used like a baker in residence kind of thing. Like, oh, we got a real Kebler here and they're going to spend a month baking. Like a guest baker. Bella? Your name's not Bella? (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, I guess I just assumed it actually was. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, at at that point, Fergus kind of like looks over at Bella knowing that uh this is how things went down. He's like looking at the maps and he's going, I appreciate the information. I don't know who that lady was. Honestly, I, I thought maybe you might know somebody at like in the city hall that might have schematics. Who was that? Yeah, that's where Lilia came from. This is where I grew up. Here in Waterdeep. So she called you a colleague. Did you work at City Hall? Well, no. (laughs) Just just well. Then, to be fair, she called her an associate, not a colleague. And that does not preclude the notion that they worked together. Just DM information. Yeah, well, I I guess, how else would you... Associate, I, you know, I don't... I know who you are. I know where you work. Yeah, I, I've never, never I've never heard someone say associate in, in a way other than like a work colleague or oh, like you know lawyers are associates together. Hey, Fergus, we're <laughs> I associates. am associated with this person in a way. Yeah. Okay. I would say you and I are associates, Bryce. We don't work together necessarily. We're also friends separately, but okay. Well, yeah, whatever. I guess. <laughs> okay. True. <laughs> I just want to say, Fergus, that just tell me what you need me to do to once I'm in there, because I'm I'm really scared about this whole thing, and because I've never done anything like this before, and I just I'm not gonna really know what to do. Uh, Fergus, Fergus, kind of like looks over the map. Um and looks at Cookie and kind of goes, "Don't worry, you're not hurting anyone. Um, 
nothing nothing of that nature you're just going to find out information let us know uh where things are and gestures at kind of the crude parts of the map um and where guards would be uh hopefully find out where the necklace is in the collection um there i'm sure there will be some more to it the day of the job but right now you're just finding out stuff for us uh and um and Fergus uh goes which speaking of which if she's going to be working at the casino she can't be staying here um she can't be associated with us during this job um what Fergus goes we'll have to find a meeting point where we can exchange information um does okay so like at hotels they usually have like a guide of like nearby like restaurants to eat at and stuff like that does this place have a guidebook of like local restaurants local taverns yeah 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 there's like um instead of having like like pamphlets that you can take um they basically have like an information desk the person that you talk to at the front can give you like pointers about the area um concierge yeah exactly uh like you can ask for information and they'll tell you all about like the surrounding area in the city but they don't have like it wouldn't be common to have something that disposable that costs money i would think in a city situation like this so it's more like you don't have to pay them for access to information about like where to go eat nearby they'll just tell you okay uh well fergus fergus goes um we'll set up a a time and a tavern that you can eat at where you can find at least one of us to uh, give us any information. And if we need anything done, um, that can be exchanged there. But we'll just have a meeting point um, for for that kind of stuff. But I guess first things first, we need to get you in. Um and he yeah. and he looks at uh Bella and Morthos and, and goes You guys can handle this, right? Non violently. You got it, dude. I was like, cause I will be upset. I will be upset if something happens. Nothing nope, not happening. Nothing she bad will happen. Left. Um it's like bear. Sorry, okay. Bear. I don't speak no. bear. It's like I'm not translating that bear. <laughs> That's all she says. I'm not translating okay. that. For, for I guess just kind of looks like, huh? Don't worry about it. Bear's being sassy. Morthos, do you know how to uh disguise yourself? I sure do. I just Perfect. need some different clothes. <laughs> or use the gem you have. For uh Fergus Fergus Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I have a question. Does Fergus know about the magical items you got from the the people? Did you hide those at all? At all? I mean, obviously he knows about the raven because you were like flying it around. Um, the rest of the stuff, did would he know? Yeah, I don't think I've taken the gem out or anything. I don't know unless and you weren't oh, there yeah. when they got handed out. Yeah, whoever and- had it would know what each item does. 
So if that person shared with the group, um, oh, this, you know, I sat with this and fiddled with it and it turns out this does this kind of thing. But if you haven't explicitly told him, they wouldn't necessarily know. Yeah. So my question is, have you guys shared that information? Probably not. Okay. Absolutely not. Oh, well, Cookie would have shared it. Okay, so I know oh, that's weird. I know Cookie th- got all the magic items. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yes. It's like Cookie knows in the recap. <laughs> oh yeah, did you did you mention them in the? Re- <laughs> I mentioned all the items in the recap. Meta, yeah. I think Cookie. the recap though, like meta knowledge is okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. okay. It's more for the audience. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. Uh, then yeah, so they don't know about the gem. Uh, that that okay, will affect yeah. the planning. Um, yeah, go ahead, keep keep talking. I just wanted to know about if he knew what magical items you had. So this is more of just a logistics question, but I was actually not planning on using the gem for this, but just no, I pretending your, to be somebody else. Yeah, I looked at your character sheet, and it says you have a, dis- a disguise kit. He's oh. he's also a charlatan. Yes. His his background's also a charlatan, which means that he has like double identities and stuff. Which I imagine is why he has a disguise and kit. Forgery. Yeah. So we'll use our disguise kits to dress up as. I guess we're going to do Bryce's plan of signing this guy up for. I guess the... we should just like try to figure out who the guy is first. Right. We should do recon inside the casino. Yeah, yeah we're going to the casino. We, okay. we should go dressed up as super fancy villagers yeah. and do recon in the casino so we can identify the baker and kind of test the waters in terms of what his interest might be. That sounds like a blast. Perfect. When do you think is like the right, at what point would they enter the tournament? Is it like, would entering the tournament now be weird or do you like... How how when's signups? The tournament has like um I mean I guess it's also like a question of what Fergus would specifically know. Um have you well, I, I do like I, I think Fergus knows quite a bit about the tournament because I think he is he like I like I said, like he is relying on getting getting into the vault or getting into the collection via the tournament. And so he 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 came to Waterdeep at this time because of the tournament thinking this is the way in. So he knows some decent information about it. Yeah, you know that registration is necessary. You know that it doesn't need to be done in advance, but it can't, like they're already taking regist- like registration, like applicants or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like something that you don't have to do right this second, but like it does need to be done at some point. Okay. So, so Frigus goes, okay, then once you guys have dealt with the baker, then Baron Bella can probably get signed up for the tournament. Me and Morthos will talk to the workers. Begin sowing the seeds of unrest. Yeah. <laughs> I'll launch my political c- campaign here. Yeah. Uh, co- cookie, cookie will be feeding us information. And depending on how... Is she how- going to bake like secret pastries oh. with messages inside? Oh. <laughs> like almost it's like, like it'll be a cookies. cupcake. With like icing words on it, like they have like twelve code. guards in the field, but on a cupcake. Twelve guards. 
I could definitely see Cookie coming up with like a, an icing cipher of like it's just decoration, but how it's decorated is what the message is. Like you, oh you make secret messages based on the flavoring, and because Bear has the most like uh, particular palate, uh, we, we can we can oh, we can we can know like. Okay, so this means that the the you know the vaults in here based on oh it's cream flavored. Okay, it's like bear, it's like There's accessing bear's memories or something associated <laughs> with those flavors, and you're yeah that would be yeah um, yeah. I, you I, do have like a month between now and when the thing starts, yeah. so um, you you would have time to develop like a code like that. The only thing is, if Cookie, if you're intending on putting Cookie away, there'd be nobody to for bear to talk to to convey the ideas unless yeah. somebody else has speak with animals so you can't yeah i, I have yeah. speak with bear. animals <laughs> oh that's true bear does have speak with right. animals <laughs> what <laughs> uh, humans are technically animals but i don't think that's the spirit of what the ability is supposed I'm, to I'm, I'm a half orc <laughs> oh. what are you saying I'm, i don't know Oh, that you're not a human, right? I was yeah. like, are you trying to say that half orcs are like people? Like, what are you doing right now? But I realized that I said human. You Never did say human, yeah. Um, said, yeah. I'm like, damn, so- Bryce, calm down. <laughs> uh, step one would be get Cookie working at the casino. Step two would be get uh, Baron Bella entered in the tournament. Step three would be uh, me and Morthos uh, try and get rid of as many workers as possible via the the means of the people uh the great the great power of labor and uh fergus kind of like cocks a smile and goes and depending on how many people take that bait i might have another trick up my sleeve uh, but we'll we'll take that one step at a time. Um, oh, once we get Cookie ready to go, we need to we need to pick the tavern that we're gonna be meeting at. So I guess that's step two. And he kind of like looks at his fingers that he's been counting, and he looks at everyone and goes, "Does this all sound right? Is this a good? Yeah, is this a good I plan? Think so sure." We'll find I don't out, know if I it's guess. a good plan. <laughs> like I don't plan. have any ideas, so I'm just here to help. Um, and and with that, Frigus goes. Uh, well, I guess I guess we have a plan, and uh, Frigus kind of like he he looks at the hands he's been counting and goes, you know, I've always wanted to do this. And he kind of like puts his hand like in the center of the the, the like table like around everybody, and goes, "Everybody in." What? What's the hand for? It's it's a thing. It's a thing where you put everybody puts their hands together like this, and Cookie puts her hand on top of yours. Yeah, like that. Yep, I do it. I just like the half reach in. Just like, and then uh, I grab Morthos and I pull him further in. Wow! <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm reaching my hand. Uh, my camera's too low, but I'm reaching my hand in. And then a bear paw on top. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and and oh. goes, go team robbery. 
Uh, and then what do we do? What do we do after this? Wait, he, and he pulls his hand out of, after saying that. Did we do it? Yes. Good job. Yeah, I feel like we all pulled him out at different times and it was <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> so it's like and that's and that's the way that everybody learned about how that particular thing works. Woo! And and then uh Fergus looks at Belladon and Morthos and goes, sounds like you have a plan to yep. find the baker. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> Hello, just want to break in in the middle of the podcast where all the middle stuff happens and remind you that we very much appreciate you listening to the podcast and telling your friends about it uh because i'm sure you've done that and we appreciate it uh don't forget you can go to itunes and give us cool ratings and reviewings and i love you uh and enjoy the rest of the episode Um, welcome back from the break, everyone. We left off having loosely constructed what might be the plan. We'll see how things go. But at the very least, step one is for Belladonna and Morthos to don their disguises and go do some recon, R.E. the baker, at the Violet Scepter. So, disguises. Tell us about your process. I would love to just turn it over to the two of you and see what you do. <laughs> Hey Bella, what what's your name gonna be? Donna. Donna. <laughs> All right. I was thinking I'd be Sue Griff. Oh geez. Okay. Should we have a theme? It's Fergus backwards. <laughs> That's probably a bad idea. Sue the case, Griff. God. The collector's like. The guy who came in earlier has the name of this other man backwards. I've solved it. It was this people. <laughs> oh, no, I'm definitely going with Sugriff. Oh, my gosh. That's a terrible idea. That's, like, really a bad idea. I don't think you should do that. All right. All right. What should I be? Um... Do you want to be Holland Oats? I'll be Holland. You be Oats. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this take? Is this in the suite? Like just hanging I out? So. Yeah. yeah. Are we are we around for this conversation? Sure. Okay. All right. So this is yeah. This is probably just happening like right after. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was just wondering if we're hearing this too is all. Oh yeah, you guys are definitely bearing witness to this bullshit conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess when 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 he says like it's Fergus backwards, Fergus just kind of gives him a nasty look. And that's when he goes, "Yeah, I'm definitely going with that." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've got pseudonyms. Uh you mentioned disguise kits earlier. What is your plan for how you're going to look? Well, we gotta look rich. Okay. Yeah. 
some nice shiny new outfits. We have to go shopping for that. I don't know if you can really. This guy's kits are like makeup, like stage makeup, and mm. like wigs and stuff like that. Now you might have in your background like a set of fine clothes or like costume clothing, which would be fine. But if you need to buy something new, then you'll have to go shopping as well. Shopping montage. It's a shopping yeah, yeah. montage. <laughs> I think Morthos is like, yeah. I need all I've got is like this black cloak. I, I need like an overcoat or something that's that looks you know presentable. With the amount of money that you just received, keeping in mind that adventurers are wealthy, like mm. in in short bursts, basically because it's like an expensive lifestyle. But the average worker, like common person, earns about like one gold. I think it is like like in the countryside and a little bit more in the city to pay for living expenses. So with even just the gold that you just all got from the last adventure, you have more than enough to go out and buy actual fine clothing, or you could get like costume stuff um, from a place that like sells it for cheaper where it's not as nicely made, but it looks nice. So it's totally up to you. Oh, I would get actual fine clothing. Yeah, I think. Okay. okay yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Oats. <laughs> Yes, you want to stop by uh, and get some clothes on our way to check out this purple scepter? Um, Violet scepter. Yes, yeah, let's you go. Know. Violet sword, purple scepter. No, you. Well, so here's the thing. When we're going in disguise, you absolutely have to play the part. So you can't get the name of the casino wrong or people will think we are. They're going to see right through us. We can't let that happen. All right. I'll do my best. I believe in you. You can do this. So we're going to go buy some clothes. I'll help you find something that suits you and your self. Stature. <laughs> <laughs> and yourself. Okay. It's a city like Waterdeep, it's not like the layout is pretty straightforward. There's information everywhere. It's not going to be difficult for you to find like a, a shop that sells nice clothing. So that's easy enough. Um, what type of clothing are you looking for? Are you looking for like, are you showing up in like nice formal stuff or like nice everyday stuff? What's your goal? Um, formal stuff? We, we want to look mark? like VIPs, right? Yeah, VIPs. we want to look okay. like important people. Okay. Because so, we are. <laughs> you um, you are able to, between just like um, the, the area sort of scouting that you had done already earlier, Bella, and um, the, the layout and the information available about the city, you're able to find a store called the Silk Path. And it is definitely like an upscale store. It has both like fine casual and fine formal wear. And it's it's almost set up like um like in real life what you would think of as like a bridal store where there are there are made clothes on display but then there are options for custom made garments there's tailoring options things like that you walk in everything here is ivory colored the the tabletop has like um they all have marble uh tabletops the the, the chairs everywhere are overstuffed with like a really soft like satiny type of material it's very monochromatic and it it's intentionally done so that all of the brightly colored clothing stands out so you walk in and there's this this like sensory array of brightly colored clothing and different textures and fabrics and styles amidst this very sort of um like 
not peaceful necessarily, but like monochromatic, uh, like calming background. And uh, a young a young man comes up. He's got like a measuring tape uh, like draped around his neck. He says, "Oh, welcome in." Um, are you just wearing your normal clothing? Did you did either of you change before you go? No, just my okay. regular. I'm gonna get pretty womaned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you looking for attire? Yes. Uh, yes. Please. Wonderful. Are you looking for something more casual, or do you have a special occasion that's coming up? It's my birthday. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Give me a discount. (laughs) We are looking for um, formal nightwear, um, such as one would wear to um, a social event. Oh, yes, yes. We, of course, have an array of garments. Do you have a color preference, either of you? I'd like something with gold detail on it, on the edges, you know, around the cuffs, around the collar. Well, I'm sure we can find something with that, or we can have that added to whatever suits your fancy. And for the lady? Um, We should thematically match. Hmm. So perhaps a navy blue and gold ensemble resembling the evening sky and stars. That sounds lovely. I can get behind that. That would work for this. Add some additional gold detailing if you would like. And uh, he kind of like taps his chin a few times and um, like waves you over to this area of the store where they have, uh, is it like there's fine clothing, but then there's like evening wear. And this is definitely more like formal gowns. And uh, they're not exactly matching, but thematically the colors and the fabrics are the same. And so um, there's... There's like a deep cut back gown that is like also a scoop neck in the front that has a not necessarily a train, but almost like a bit of a floof in the back, like a little t- like mini bustle almost even. Um, so it looks very like elegant, long line sort of thing. Uh, it is a deep blue and there's a little bit of like um, lace around the edges that has gold detailing in it. And then there's like a bit of a sparkle to it that has some gold in it. And nearby is a fine suit um, that has, I forget what the actual name of the clothing is, a double-breasted sort of like top. Um, And it has, it's the same color dark blue. There's no gold detailing on it, but it does have, um, like, there's almost like, what is that, uh, taffeta, that fabric that kind of like has like the color change to it. And there's a little bit of like more of like a warm sheen a bit to parts of the double-breasted, uh, like, suit top. And um, he kind of, like, pulls out the suit and he says, I could easily embroider something onto this as an add-on if this suits the fancy. Do you need something immediate or do you, would you prefer something custom? You could have something made in a few weeks. Oh, immediate. Ooh, yeah, immediate. A few weeks is a little, a little slow. Off the rack, then. Perfect. If these suit, then we can have your measurements done and have them altered or you can take them as is. Let's try them on and see how they fit. And they, uh, like, walk over to, like, a curtained area and pull aside two curtains and um, just kind of, like, stand back and wait for you each to do it. To take the clothes and try them on. 
I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> Putting my clothes on. Yep. Um, so they are tailored to like typical proportions, but there is a little bit of extra fabric on the inside. It looks like the sort of thing where like a store can take things out and in, they leave an extra inseam. It's not uncomfortable. And it doesn't like make the fabric sit uh, differently or anything like that. But there is just like like a really deep um, hem on the inside of the garments so that they can work with them if needed. Mm-hmm. How tall are each of you? I'm tall. I'm like 6'8". I'm really short. Okay. So the pants <laughs> are too short for you, Morthos. But they are, like as I mentioned, the hems are super long. <laughs> yeah. The sleeves are too short as well. I didn't realize that Morthos was 6'8". This is like, I'm realizing this for the first time. <laughs> and now I'm seeing the two of them walking through the street. <laughs> like this giant tiefling and this little elfin woman. Oh, my God. It's so funny to me. Okay. So everything is too short on you. But as I said, the hems are all left incredibly long, so there's a lot of fabric on the inside, and you think there's probably just enough that if they have the time to tailor it right now, they could let it out so that it would probably reach as long as you would need. It might still be a little short, but that remains to be seen based on what they can do with it. And everything's slightly long on you, Bella. How do? We, how tall did you say she was exactly? Or do how you know? tall is Cookie again? Cookie's like four foot five. She's really short. Okay. I'm just under five feet. Okay. It's not super, super long on you. And you could get away with wearing the dress as is. It fits like on the body just fine. The scoop neck is a little bit deeper than it would be on somebody who is taller. So it almost creates like a deep front and a deep back. Luckily, it doesn't go too, too far down in the back. So it's not like inappropriate or anything. But you could with maybe like a little bit of a tall shoe and just treating the dress as something that's going to flow behind you a bit. Get away with it as is. Or you could have it taken up. Totally up to you. Um, I like long and flowy. Okay. So yours will work for sure. Morthos will look like uh, wearing like his son's clothing unless he has it um, <laughs> like the, altered. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't bought a new nice <laughs> outfit since I was a kid. Yeah, since you were 13. <laughs> you, then you went through your growth spurt and you're like, it still fits kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what you both look like inside. Do you um, t- like do you go ahead and change before you come out, Morthos, or do you just kind of walk out like, can you fix this? Yeah, I walk out and just kind of like, yeah. You know, when the sleeve's a little tight and just you're kind of messing with it. <laughs> Hashtag tall people problems yeah. right here. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. As a as a, a lady who is five foot ten, I'm like, there's no long sleeve shirt. There are only three quarter length sleeve shirts. <laughs> Yo, I'm five eleven, like, yeah. Hey, oh my gosh, I realize. High five. Tall people. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, all that to say, um, you walk out Morthos looking like you're wearing like your your you know thirteen year old like bar mitzvah outfit that you got <laughs> that you can somehow still still put on, um, and he's just like, oh, I thought that might be a problem. How immediate is immediate? What's the soonest you can get it fixed? Yeah, the event is later. The event is later. Okay. Um, he looks around. There are like a few people kind of like loitering around the store and looking at things less. Um, they're less like in a hurry than the two of you seem to be. And there is a, one other person there and they're like, um, could probably go ahead and take that on now. Be a bit of a rush, a little bit of an extra cost. I'm sure that's not a problem. Not at all. Money is no object. Wonderful. Um, I hope. And, <laughs> yeah, I hope. Go ahead and... Uh, 
change out, and I'll take it and see what I can do with it. Morthos has a way different uh, uh, attitude around Bella. He's going to open up the, the tab on Fergus Bog. <laughs> <laughs> Except we're not supposed to be using our real names with anything. <laughs> nor, nor would anyone have any idea who I am. It's too late. It's been done. <laughs> um, so you hand the clothes over and he disappears in the like back of the store. And surprisingly, he's only gone for about 30 minutes. Is there anything particular you do in, the, in that time? Uh, that no. doesn't have to be. Maybe just like review our general plan for later. Okay, perfect. Um, just talk shit about Fergus for a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He comes out from the the back room, essentially, um, and you could hear the sounds of like sewing going on. Like, there's obviously some sort of like apparatus back there, and. Um, he holds up the finished garment. The sleeves have been let out, and it looks like a cuff has been created additionally from a fabric that is pretty much the same color. <laughs> if you like really look closely, um, it almost looks like it's like maybe a shade darker, but that could also be like a choice that was made in, mm. a, in a thing like this. So it doesn't look bad. It looks like this is this is close. Not discerning eyes is fine. Um, but it is within the same like shade tone, so it doesn't. It's not like like wildly noticeable or anything. It's not anything that's going to make it look like you cobbled it together or anything like that. And uh, he kind of presents it. and He says, "I didn't think there was quite enough fabric, so this should work." Um, do you have an account with us, or will this be payment up front? Uh, we'll we'll be paying today. Okay. Wait, find out the total uh, first. They... Find, find out the total first. Find out the total first. Are you I crazy? said money was no object earlier. <laughs> yeah. Look, if we're fancy wits. people, we can make an account. All right. Yeah, let's open an account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so um, he, he has gone over to what is obviously like the... Be- Bella the... has never paid... She's just opened accounts under 20 different names. She's never paid for anything. Different any names every time. Accounts. <laughs> um... Uh, he goes over to where, like, the obviously, like, staging area is for, like, packing up your belongings. Uh, and he stops at one point and he goes, assuming not gift-wrapped? Oh, uh, no, 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 thank no, you. No, thank you. <laughs> he just kind of, like, puts them in, like, typical, like, plain uh, ivory-colored uh, little, like, almost, like, paper, not boxes, but, like, sturdier than, like, a bag would be. And they're all folded very nicely. And he starts writing down on a little pad and says, all right, so... 10 for this one, and then the 12, and then the tailoring. So it'll be 22 gold. You know, uh, I, I'm so impressed with your work that I think we'd just like to open an account today and we could come back and maybe, you know, pick out some more outfits soon. Oh, um, normally accounts are open through businesses or uh, through a family estate. Do you have an estate in town? Morthos just turns. <laughs> Bella. <laughs> it's like I didn't prepare a false identity for this place, so no, I will not be able to help you with that. Uh, excuse me what what specific documents would I need for uh, an account to open today? Um, we would need uh, proof of residency in or around the town, uh, the name of your estate, 
or your family holding something that ties you to the area and uh, is indicative of your um, standing in the town and, of course, personal documents, your name, such things. Okay, hold on. Let me let me check my bag real quick. <laughs> and then, like, yeah, I'm going to go try to forge those. Okay. So go ahead and make a d20 roll and then okay. add your intelligence modifier and your um, proficiency bonus. I rolled a 19, which with my proficiency bonus and intelligence is a 23. It's a nice. plus four. So based on what they explained that they needed, you're able to um, like kind of fill in the blanks on the, the sort of like vanilla documents that you had set aside one for um your your uh, name and your um what is the word that i'm thinking of like not ancestors but uh estate patron lineage lineage thank you so you you create like a like a birth document essentially like name and lineage you create like an estate and holdings which has like an estimated like family worth and like an address of some manner that's near like outside the town sort of thing you basically come up with enough to get something on like credit basically um and i'm gonna go ahead and the guy at the store is just like yeah i guess this looks right enough like (laughs) well they're going to roll a like a check when when you hand the documents over Mm. so um you tell me how once you finish this and kind of like fanned the ink on it um and let it dry uh you tell me how you bring these documents back and approach them and what you say, and okay. then I will make the according roll to see if they look over it and, and believe it. This kind of feels like Belladonna just, like, left me trial by fire, just like, hey, you're figuring this out. We'll see hey, what she's happens. right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, did you somewhere, wanna... Somewhere in there, I'm gonna say, and um, put mine on his account, too, because I'm his wife. <laughs> I'm part of the We're great married. lineage of... Uh, what did you write? Oh, (laughs) like part of that. Yeah, tell me what your fake name in this uh this persona is. I want to know, and what her name, what you're going to give her, since she says at some point, like you have to put me down as your wife. All right. Um. All right. I think I I think I found what I needed, sir. Um. You'll find here that uh, my name is Toral, and uh, my family has an estate outside of town. Ah, oh, thank you, thank you. One moment while I review these, of course. And they take the papers and um, they like turn around to like a back counter and they lay everything out and they pull out a few, like there's like some marker looking things or something like that, maybe some ink. There's like a magnifying glass and they do like uh, an examination of the documents. So is, is Toro your first name or last name? He didn't ask. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> My name is Toral Toral. Toral Toral. <laughs> me, me, me and my wife, Mrs. Toral Toral. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my first name is Toe. My last name is L. Yeah. <laughs> Toral. <laughs> I, I, I have a brother named Luigi Toriel. <laughs> <laughs> That's two Toriel would have been a funny mm. name. Oh, that would have been. I was going for a Mario. like. Mario, Mario, Luigi, Mario. Yeah, canonic- <laughs> ca- canonically, Mario's name is Mario, Mario, and his brother's Luigi, Mario. <laughs> I Mario hate that. Brothers. That's great. <laughs> that's it's terrible. so bad. Anyways, <laughs> what'd you say, Darren? I said that's great. That's great. <laughs> that's okay. the best naming scheme. They obviously put a lot of thought into it. 
Um, so this person is reviewing it. They like they take out like several different um, like instruments and stuff and they're measuring things and they're marking things and they're looking it over and they stack it all up at the end and like they pull out what looks like maybe like a file folder of some kind and they start filling out some paperwork. And what they bring back to you is like what you would think of the paper version of starting a line of credit at a store would be. So you have to fill out um, like you have to basically sign the documents that like are like the promissory note, promise to pay sort of thing. Um, They've established a line of credit for you that is up to 50 gold. But they do require a down payment of 10% of the current purchase. And since they, what did I say to you earlier? Was it, it was 22? 22. 22. Um, so that's been rounded up to three gold, like down payment essentially. And then um, there's like, there's terms and conditions, but they mm. expect you to pay it back within like four months or to continue making purchases, at which point the amount will be adjusted sort of thing. Uh, while he's doing that, I, I'm going to speak up and say, Man, I really, I really love the work you've done today. You know, you quickly turned that around. You try and kind of butter them up a little bit. <laughs> oh, thank you. I uh, go ahead and make a persuasion check for me. Uh, I got a twenty-three. Nice. All right, one second. I had a plus five on that. Heck yeah. Oh yeah. There's like he doesn't blush per se, but he definitely is like. Oh, thank you. I uh, I do, you know, dedicated to my craft, and it is something that I love to do and take pride in my work. <laughs> and then Shock. he's just like sitting there waiting for you to sign it. Basically, <laughs> okay. like I wasn't sure if there was a follow up oh. to that. Like if you were going to try to like talk him down or anything like that. So he's just kind of like, oh, thank you. Pushes the paperwork and the the like quill forward. <laughs> All right, and the, yeah, I'll go ahead and sign, and I'll get my gold ready for mm-hmm. our purchase, and then I'll say, uh, "How is your return policy here?" <laughs> all sales are final. Okay, just just wondering. <laughs> After all of that, it's just like, oh, and then I return it. <laughs> yeah, a reasonable question. And once you have signed it and handed over the initial gold payment, then um, the the like sturdy bags um like clothing boxes are placed on the table and like presented in front of you and takes the documentation and like puts it behind the counter somewhere it like disappears you know you can't see what he's doing back there is there anything else uh i think that'll be it thank you absolutely not we don't need anything else. <laughs> no, please. Let's leave before they catch us. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So this has been handed off to you and he's doing that kind of like store clerk that wants to be attentive, but not too creepy thing where he's just standing there smiling, like waiting to see what you do next. Are you ready to go? <laughs> yes. All right. We've got a, we've got Charles a date Tom night. Bed, bath and beyond. <laughs> date night. <laughs> Okay, so you're able to gather those up and leave. No one asks you any further questions. Um, He feels really confident that he got one of his, like, credit inquiries for the month that he has to get, you know. And uh, (laughs) you, um, where do you head after that? Do you go back to finish the disguise or are you going to? I think so. Rest your plan. Okay. Unless Bella's got other thoughts. No. So we're going to head back to the suite uh, to get, get in disguise. Okay. So you get yeah. dressed up, and um, you're doing makeup to change the way your faces look, essentially, is the the thought with the disguise kit, or is that more like wigs and jewelry and stuff like that? Um, I've got wigs. 
and fake contact lenses to change. Morthos wants to make himself look a little younger because he's like sixty something. (laughs) Okay, I mean, as a tiefling, I don't smooth out some wrinkles or something. Yes, put on some poreless foundation. Okay, so since you each have your own um, disguise kits, right? Go ahead, both of you. Uh, either both of you can make me a check, or one of you can make me a check with advantage. It's up to you. Oh, nice. Oh, that's a nat 20. All uh, right. So, a total of 24. <laughs> but Seven. I rolled a two. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> so, more of this, you start, like, smearing on the stuff that you're hoping oh, is going to, like, smooth out some pores, and it's, like, you have that... Um, it's called, like the mask of beauty thing where when like a woman doesn't like or anyone who's wearing makeup doesn't like blend into the hairline and down the <laughs> neck and there's just like the very clear like end of the face sort of okay. thing going on. So like it worked. You know how to use the materials. You just you hadn't really done this properly this time or maybe this is the first time you've done it. But there's the blending didn't happen and you have this like obviously like demarcation. Like smoothed out face and then just like a wrinkly neck. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Um, but Belladonna, you tell us what you look like because this execution was flawless, obviously. So, um, so I um, darkened my skin tone just a smidge. Um, my hair—I put on a wig that is like a short, curly, blonde thing, like almost like Marilyn Monroe. Um, and I've got dark brown eyes so you can't tell the freakishly icy white color that my eyes usually have nice nice i would say with as as well as things are going for you you have the opportunity when you're about finishing up to glance over at morthos and you see (laughs) the line of demarcation around the edge of his face and you know how to fix it uh and you're kind of like in the zone right now Totally up to you because you rolled so well and you're doing so well. I would give you the option to g- give him like a little bit of help if oh, that's I'm, something Bella would do. Absolutely would try to make him look better. Okay. <laughs> you look over and you see him like admiring his face in the mirror and he's just like, yeah, good stuff. Looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. Exactly. And Beautiful. you're just like, ooh, I see the line. So, Marthos, you're looking super good, but could I add some finishing touches? Uh, sh- sure. I mean, you look good. Yeah, sure. Thanks. So I fix him. Okay, yeah. Blend, blend the lines down, cover up, um, like, just, just kind of smooth everything out, blend it back into the horn and hairline and down the neck and everything. Um, Looks great, actually. Like, you did a good job. You just didn't blend properly, you know? Right. And blending is important. So... As we all know. As we all know. So... Execution, um, flawless and also very good. You've got the clothes. Everything's ready to go. And you're heading out tonight is the plan? Yep. Okay. All right. Cookie sees you both and it's like, oh, my God, you look so fancy. (laughs) I would blush, but you couldn't tell. (laughs) A little bit too much makeup on. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Cookie. (laughs) You're welcome. Have fun. Find out stuff. (laughs) Make good choices. Oh, Fergus, uh, you owe us 22 gold for our disguises. (laughs) Make a deception check. (laughs) Okay, I got a 16. Okay. 
Now, Fergus could just believe him, but if Fergus decides that he's not sure or would like to get a read on him, then you would need to make an insight check. But I'm not saying that you have to. That's only if I that mean, sounds unreasonable Fer- Fer- to you. Fergus is going to always disbelieve him, nor would he, like... I think that's reasonable. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to, A, roll for it. I got a 21. Okay. So not only do I not believe him, uh, he goes... You super don't believe him. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so here's the thing. So... An insight check isn't like um, like reading someone's mind, right? So you look at Asmorthos as he says this, and um, there's like a little bit of like a grin to what he's saying, and it gives you the idea that he's not giving you the full picture. You can't tell whether or not he's lying, because that's that would be something that would be like clairvoyant, right? But there's something that makes you feel like, okay, there's more to this than what he's saying, or he's maybe he's lying to me, like, I don't believe you, that sort of thing. More like, mm-hmm, sure I do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, guy. Like, yeah. But but uh, regardless of how I roll, I think Fergus would be saying this anyway. Okay. But he's especially confident in the fact that he's like, Orthos is fucking with me, um, that he, he goes, you're getting equal cut of the profits, so anything that you pay for now is is up to you. We're all splitting the goods, so... You pay for whatever you want, and you get your money at the end, just like the rest of us. And and uh, and and Fer- Fergus <laughs> Fergus uh, looks over his outfit after that shit-eating grin, grin he kind of gave him, and goes, uh, "That's the clothes you got. Looks like you got ripped off." <laughs> <laughs> you definitely did not get ripped off. For the record, these were very nice <laughs> wait, clothes. <laughs> wait, 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 can. Okay, I'm just gonna roll it. Yeah, if you like. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Fergus rolled eleven. Can he notice that there's a slight difference of colors in the outfit? I doubt it for that. In the roll. sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> what sort of like um, fashion sense does Fergus have? Does he usually pay a lot of attention to clothes, or is he just giving this a once over to try to find something wrong with it? I mean, he definitely like he doesn't buy clothes very much, but he like takes pride in the ones that he had. Like he has his yeah. nice. He has fine clothes. He, yeah, he and that's that. reasonable. It was, it was a question. That wasn't me like leading you no, to say that that's yeah. not fair. It was just like totally no, definite. no. I I very yeah. much think at eleven, I probably wouldn't. I'm just I'm just saying like this is what I know about Fergus is that he right. has fine clothes. He probably doesn't go shopping for fine clothes or mm-hmm. very much, but he like does it. Right. Like, so as someone who's been exposed to finery and who um like. Like maybe didn't like grow up swathed in it or anything, but you're like familiar with what like fine clothing looks like, and you do like like looking nice. You take care in like the idea of a presentation when it matters. Um, like looking over it and trying to find something wrong with it, or yeah. to try to find if it looks oh, yeah. cheap. Like For, yeah, Forget- it looks well made, and it doesn't look like there's anything wrong with it. But that doesn't mean you can't say it. But he like, still yeah. yeah throws it out there. Yeah, right? For, for, Fergus doesn't think that it looks like shit. He's just saying it because they have this deal. Um, so. So would he specifically see that the cuffs are different colors to call out, or would he, I just be saying shit? Because uh, no, not with not okay. with that perception check. It's because okay. it's really like it's almost it's almost the same shade. It's only it, or it, it's in the same like color family. It's in the same like tone. It's just like a slightly darker shade. So you'd really have to like. If I was wearing a black shirt and I was wearing a dark blue shirt, you know how like sometimes you can't tell the difference between black and dark blue in that lighting. Like that's where he's at right now. Like the shade is so like minutely different that okay. you'd have to like really like 
study it and like have a better perception roll honestly okay yeah yeah <laughs> I, yeah i was i was gonna point out the cuffs but he doesn't so he just says the first thing okay uh i i just turn towards the door uh and like kind of say to bella like man why is why is he always so angry <laughs> Uh, as 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 they walk out, Frigus kind of goes, "Good luck." <laughs> Just ignore him. Um, I love it. I do think that while they're doing that, it might be something that that we could do is go like scope out taverns uh, for a meeting point. Yeah, for sure. So the so the plan with Cookie was to set her up to stay at a different place. Um, that one of you could like frequent as like an inn or like as a tavern nearby well, or no, I I didn't think that would be like someplace that she would stay. I thought it would be a thing of like, Hey, like every so often you can go eat. Like we can both happen to be eating at a tavern that we could then, you know, communicate, like sit near each other. So it wouldn't look suspicious. Just the deal of like, Hey, we both happen to be at this. Th- like, this is a favorite of both of us. Mm hmm. But your plan is that she's not going to be staying. She's going to be staying in a different inn, though, right? Yeah. I, yeah so this will be the meetup point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Would you want it to be in the vicinity of your current inn, or do you want it to be, like, further away in a different district? Like, what's oh, the goal I, there? I, yeah, I figured it would probably be in this district. We'll keep everything okay. kind of in this zone. Morthos hasn't shared the fact that he's, like, able to. Okay. Mm-mm. So, yeah, I guess I guess Bella just like got this vibe of like I think Bella has a good read on him. Yeah, yeah that that we're both gonna do do some crazy shit right now. That's fine. But yeah, well, and I think like they they had chats and stuff, so I think they've already established a rapport. What were yep. you gonna say, Matt? I was gonna say I think Bella's like a more competent criminal than Morthos, so like she's just like aware, right? Like she she's <laughs> like okay, I can see this. Like he's trying, but <laughs> she knows the signs. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, so you're not far from the place. You know where you're going. You know what your goal is. You tell me how you approach the place and how you, like, you know where the cafe is. Do you want to go in and you want to head straight there and then try to, like, talk up the pastries? You tell me what you want to do to get in and to, like, get the attention of somebody who could get you in contact with the person baking there. Or if you're literally just going to go and gamble and come back and lie to them. It's totally up to you. <laughs> No, I think we're going to go try to identify where the baker would spend the most time during, um, like, open hours. Like, I imagine the baker would get up early to do most of the baking during the day, but that throughout the rest of their shift, they might spend time, I mean, selling their goods and getting to know the rich people, right? Like, the people who are partaking in their, their goodies. Yeah. So... Definitely a possibility. I would want to identify that and see exactly what he does. And I want to pass through, I mean, as someone who looks like they shouldn't be messed with because they look like they're powerful, Mm -hmm. that was the idea behind the disguise. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. So where's your first stop when the two of you go inside? Would they be in the bar slash cafe area maybe? That's probably, that's like, that's the best guess you would have for like at least a place to start. If nothing else, you could find out information about who they are, obviously by the people who work with them. Um, and it would be reasonable to think that they would be spending a great amount of time in there, even if they did go out later. And it's currently like just barely after afternoon. So um, like, it's not even super late in the day. What were you going to say, Bryce? 
Uh, so I I've been referring to it as just the tournament. Does the tournament have like a, a proper name? Like I'm wondering if like there's posters for the tournament up or anything. But I was just like, is it called a thing? There have been advertisements about it, but there hasn't been like official name that you've seen thus far. Okay. Okay, Katie, I'll think of it later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call her out like that. Not that the you asked, there will be no, an no. answer. <laughs> I'm very open about the fact that my DM style is like 4% prep and 96%. I'll figure it out as we go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I didn't know what Lilia's name was going to be or what she looked like until I we started talking. And I was like, all right, this is who I've decided she is now. <laughs> That's who I am I like as a person. It. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, it's, so, it's, it's great. But go ahead. Um, so you, it's, it's not like a difficult process unless you want to do anything specific. When you enter in, you can go in, you can go and talk to the host, be seated wherever you would like in the cafe area. And if you want to be like closer to the kitchen, that's definitely a request you could make. Totally up to you all. That's absolutely what we'd like to do. Yeah. Okay. I think we have to talk to the host right as we enter. We can't just like walk in and unless mm-hmm. we just like look that rich and powerful. <laughs> just yeah. like, yeah, we're going to go sit here. It's less that it's like meant to bar off anyone and more that it's like a typical restaurant right. where like they have places they want people to be because of who's there and working to help and sort of things like that. The entire place is like most modern day casinos decorated to look expensive decorated to look very nice um it has a very violet theme to it there's marble there's ivory there's violet of course naturally right um there are gold detailings on the long carpets on all the draperies on the tapestries there's like fantastic art on the wall that ranges everything from like very classical looking pieces of like figure drawing and like um like monet style like lily fields and things like that to um like very specific portraitures which looks like family members probably of the collector based on like the way that they're set up this guy doesn't um, even have a design aesthetic <sighs> no oh casinos are trash looking factory. like they're just like <laughs> like come on have you ever seen like like really nice looking stuff but it's all like super gaudy and like stacked up in a way that's like totally inappropriate yeah come on how casinos work it's, they, it's for it's a place where you go to they want it to look expensive but realistically it's all costume jewelry kind of thing and then you sit in a really dark room with no yeah, windows have you ever and been clocks. to vegas um i have not but i have been to other like we have places nearby that do casinos I've never oh been. man vegas is full of stuff that looks super fancy but probably costs like 12 bucks exactly <laughs> Costume jewelry for sure, like like the design aesthetic of costume jewelry, where you walk in and there's these two like life size golden lion statues, but they're literally just like iron that's painted gold, like mm-hmm. yeah, um, and it's hollow, you know, to boot, or it's plastic sometimes, mm-hmm. and they're just like out of the way, so you can't knock on it and find out. Um, but everything looks really nice. Uh, the tables are very nicely decorated, lacquered. Everything's very shiny and pretty. You are sat um, in this area, like up by the main bar slash cafe area, but at an actual table and you are given menus. Um, there are there are pastries you could order. There are like full meals that you could order. There's a buffet if you would like. It's up to you. Um, the cost is very um, like straightforward what you would expect of food. It's not overly expensive uh, or anything like that. So 
what do you do to try to um, like you tell me you take over the scene, tell me what you're going to do to try to like suss out this person or information about them. Do we have a waiter or yep. wait staff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there's one dedicated to your table necessarily, as it is like there are several people hovering and just like stopping in when it looks like you need something. Should we get, sh- do you think we should get buffets? Uh, I'm not that hungry right now. Okay, perfect. That's not, <clears throat> okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> this is going well. <laughs> <laughs> we will get two buffets. Okay. Um, the person like jots that down. Uh, it's like a, a a young human female. She has like long uh, blonde hair that she's got braided and pulled around to one side, and she's got like what looks like to be like a uniform on. It's very violet. It's like very themed for the whole place. Uh, there's like not a vest, but like almost like an apron, but it looks nicer than it should be. Like like it's try it's an apron that's trying not to be an apron. Um, and she like jots that down. And it's like oh, yes, I've yes. Got- I'm an apron. I've got goals of success. I've got arms. <laughs> Have you ever seen the like? Um, if you go to places that like, purport to be really fancy dining, the people will have like fake suits on. Like essentially, uh, like it's like mm-hmm. this looks like it should be like a vest that goes with a suit, but it's actually just the uniform that they give to people. Yeah. Um, so this is like that kind of a version of something that's like made of sturdy f- fabric and can be washed repeatedly and it's not going to stain. It's not like fine satin or anything like that. But it looks really nice because it's supposed to look nice. Anyway, um, so a buffet for the two of you is a gold apiece. Um, they write that down. Um, they're like, would you like anything to drink as well? Um, Just water. Your finest liquor. <laughs> What type of liquor? One alcohol, please. (laughs) (laughs) I would love to drink the booze. You would like a wine. I am not a 10-year-old pretending to be an adult. I promise. I know all the alcohols. I am not two six-year-olds in a trench coat. (laughs) Did you say that you'd actually like wine, Bella? Yeah, she said he'll have a wine. He'll have a wine. I love it. Um... Will that be red or white? Would you like red. something sweet? Red. Red. Okay. <laughs> they don't look like they're trying to be dismissive. They're just like, I don't have time for this. Please tell me what you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they write that down. Um, it ends up being uh, a gold apiece and then five silver for the wine. Um, the area where the buffet is, is this um, like sort of, it looks like a long table because it is because I couldn't find uh, an icon for a buffet that I liked. So imagine that with just like uh, like very nicely done, but it's just like plates of food that are out and look like they have like um, those like outdoor coverings that, that keep flies off of things because this doesn't have like refrigeration or anything like that. Um, so you can go and you can take what you want. Um, and then there's actually a pretty large like goblet looking thing that's brought back to the table at some point that has uh, red wine in it. It's a Merlot. Beautiful. Right. As as Mortha surely knows. He didn't even really want it. He just wanted to sound fancy. Morthos <laughs> is like, ah, my favorite wine. Red. Red. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have, uh, you have free reign to um, take whatever food you would like. And you have a drink. 
how are we going to get the the baker over here? What's our plan? We're not getting him over here. We're just we're just collecting intelligence. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and make perception checks, both of you? Oh no! I want to watch a Morthos and Bella show, dude. <laughs> oh, no. Morthos rolled a nine. No. No. Nope, he didn't. No, he didn't. Oh, that's Bella. Morthos <laughs> rolled a five. <laughs> Be- Morthos wants to be Bella so bad he's taking her roles. <laughs> Please teach me. <laughs> Bella rolled a nine. Yeah. Uh, Morthos's food is really good. <laughs> it's actually like you were in Hungary, but man, it's really good. And you do you try the wine or do you just let it sit there? Uh, yeah, yeah, I take a sip. It's really dry, but it's like. It's like pleasantly tingles your cheeks like something that's really sour and you like you can't decide at first whether you like it like mm, maybe not like ooh no I don't mm, yeah okay this is good. And you're so distracted that you're like looking around and you get the general like layout of the place but you kind of already knew that from the the maps that you have. Um so you didn't really like pick up on anything new. Bella, you notice that there is um there's like a daily special sort of thing on the wall. Under that, there is a, um, where they do like the chef of the day and they have somebody's like name up. They have a chef of the day and then they have just a baker. They don't, ha- it doesn't say of the day. Um, and the name like in like a gold plate looking sort of thing, uh, like advertising who it is that works there. The name of the baker is Francois Menon de Montespon. I'll put that in the Discord chat. <laughs> <Yes>. Good. <laughs> this wine pairs really well with this food. <laughs> um, so you notice on the wall, in sort of like an honorific almost setting, it's telling you, like, who's making your fine dining uh, this evening? And it the, that's the name of the baker that's given. Perfect. Now, so in some buffets, um, specifically in Vegas, they'll have people who will specially prepare your desserts um, when you approach, like you can order specific things. Does it look like that is a thing that they're doing? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's like uh, in the sort of bar area, this this portion around the side over here. It looks like the not like a make your own dessert, but like the sort of place where all of the creams and whipped creams and sprinkles and like whatever i've never actually been to vegas so i'm sure that it's like actually nice stuff but they have like dessert looking things over there oh yeah you choose like your toppings and your the things that go inside and i mean it's typically the same base like oh they're serving crepes but you can have a chocolate crepe with whatever toppings or or whatever like crepes is actually it's like because yeah the french sort of flair to the name so yeah there's um there's, uh, what is, did I say it was summer, didn't I? Uh, what blooms in the summer? Berries. Let's do. Strawberries? Yeah. Um, it is, it is a strawberry crepe with, uh, infused rose water, um, of a, of a, like, food grade quality. Like, the description is very, like, overtly flowery. But essentially, you're gonna. There's like strawberry crepes, like the the crepes themselves are flavored, and then there's a variety of strawberry like themed toppings, as well as like chocolate and whipped cream and things like that. Perfect. I'm gonna take a sip of Morthos's wine, and then I'm gonna waltz my happy ass over to the dessert station. Okay. 
it looks like the person attending it is someone who is like normal weight staff. Um, but you think you probably could like either ask for the baker themselves or just ask about them. Like it doesn't look like they're um, like married to the position. They kind of like look disinterested as they're standing there. In fact. Oh, I'm definitely going to chit chat up this weight staff person. Okay. All right, so as you approach their eyebrows kind of raise, and they're like, oh, yes, crepes for the lady. Oh, yes, I'll take two, one for me and one for my husband. Um, while the uh, chef is making that, do you mind answering some questions for me? Oh, of course. Um, if you would like to know where any of our products are sourced, ethically, of course, um, we have all the information necessary, and we do take allergens into consideration. Oh, your that's questions? wonderful to know. Um, no, my questions are about um, uh, Mr. de Montespan, actually. Oh, yes. Uh, are you concerned about their credentials or? Oh, not at all. No, actually, I'm fascinated by his work. And I'm wondering if you could tell me a little bit more about him. Oh, he does like to um, tell us about how he studied in various cities under several master bakers and pastry chefs and uh, is won many awards across many uh, countries, I think he said. Um, he's very vocal about his accomplishments. Very, very accomplished. Mm -hmm. Do you know if he's ever personally uh, participated in the Baldur's Gate Bake Off? Not sure if he's ever personally participated in that one, but he does have a hard time refusing a chance to prove himself. Um, in the best way, I mean this, of course. What? Wonderful. Amazing. And um, and how long until those crepes are finished? Oh, uh, one moment. And they, like, uh, did you say what toppings you ate? You know what? It's fine. Um, crepes of the day, and we'll, we'll garnish them when they come out here, of course, unless you have any special requests. Oh, no, do, do however you think is the best. We are not picky. Okay, um, so they write a few things down and they, like, pass it through, like, what looks like part of a staging area where they're, like, passing the orders through, basically. Um, and you can hear, like, kitchen sounds, like, very, very faintly in the background. It looks like they're trying to, like, mask the sound of it, but, it's, like, obviously is on the other side of the wall there. And you can, there's a door, like, around the side of that bar, too, which is very, like, obviously the door to the kitchen. Um, and it only takes a few minutes for those to come out. Did you have any other questions for them? Or is it like just like chit chat? No, just chit chatting. Okay. Yeah. So they have a very pleasant conversation with you. They look like they're relieved that um, they obviously were like, oh, yeah, he never stops talking about himself. And then they're like, I mean that in the best way, of course. <laughs> you didn't seem like offended or put off by it. So they're very happy to like probably talk a little bit too much uh, uh, just as like a way to like pass their uh, anxiety off. And then, um, like a, not like a dumb waiter, but like a little door almost gets raised and these like plates are passed out. And there's two very, very fresh looking stacks of, um, crepes that have like a very slight pink color to them. Yum. All right, Morthos, dig in. And then, um, I, I assume it's like evening, right? Like. That food is really good. 
<laughs> yeah, it was like afternoon when you were heading over here. So it's it's getting on into the evening after you've like talked to the the host and you've been sad and you've gotten your food and your orders and everything and you've put in your dessert order and had a little conversation with the person there. So it's it's like four PM ish, sort of like heading on towards that time. And how long until the casino proper closes? Or I guess just just the restaurant within the casino. The there are certain things that are available, um, like basically until the casino itself closes for a few hours each night. Um, but the like the full kitchen closes around like nine p.m. and then after that, you have access to like whatever is left over in the buffet until it's gone. And then there are like um, like finger food sort of things that can be requested. And this is all this is all information that's like available on the menu that you can come across pretty easily. Perfect. Um, so my thought process is that um, now that I've, I've gained the knowledge that he's a very competitive person, um, I'm going to try to get Morthos to forge up a fake invitation to the Great um, Bake Off. And we're going to set up a rendezvous point where um, we're not going to kill him, uh, but we're <laughs> definitely kidnapping this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Plans for the kidnapping being like um, sending him off on his way in like a hurry or literally like locking him in a room somewhere. Like in well, our suite. We're, we're going <laughs> to. I, I do want to remind you that the tournament, <laughs> that the tournament's a month away. So whatever you did with him, you'd have to. Well, we're going to send him on an adventure. Okay. Perfect. I love it. He's okay. he's not going to be in Waterdeep much longer. I love it. <laughs> I mean, he'll be yeah. in hell. Yeah, that was no, we're not killing some him. deep water. <laughs> we're I not killing him. We're not killing him. <laughs> and I was like, I can't wait to hear what happens next. That's perfectly fine. Um, in the in the idle chit chat that you had with the person who was just super thankful that, um, that you didn't call them out for being obviously a little too forthcoming with their distaste um for his attitude, they did mention that he often peruses um the cafe after someone has ordered like a spe- a specific. Um, pastry or um, like there hasn't been an order for a specific like dessert or something in a while just so that he can like take a like an assessment of somebody's reaction to his handiwork um, they said it in kind of like a, oh yeah he loves to see how people love his work sort of thing and it was kind of like a side comment but you know at some point he's probably going to come out and just like take a look around and see how anyone who has a baked good might be might be doing <laughs> But you don't know when exactly or if that'll even happen. It's just something that he does periodically. So I'm going to very slowly and daintily eat my crepe while okay. Morthos apparently just shovels it in. I know. I, was, I said I wasn't hungry, but it was food. It's so good. <laughs> um, it's actually really good. It's probably not as good as the cinnamon rolls you had this morning, but like it's good. It's fluffy. It's nice and fresh and warm. You know, the toppings are nicely paired with it. You do get a bit of like a, a floral scent on the end. Maybe a little bit too strong for the strawberry, but it, it was it was good. You know, it was it was very finely made crepe. Um, it it takes probably about another thirty minutes or so of waiting as you like slowly kind of like eat little bite after little bite of um, this food, which, by the way, if you're going to try to have Morthos forge something, he could be doing in the time before this person does emerge from the kitchen eventually. So if you would you like to go ahead and try to forge up some sort of like invitation to the great Baldur's Gate Bake Off 
I don't think it was originally called the Great Baldur's Gate Bake Off, but I can't stop calling it that because of the Great British oh. Bake Off. Yeah, so yeah no. It's now the. I yeah, okay. I I mentioned it as the Baldur's Gate Bake Off as a as a like play on words for the Great Brit- British Bake Off. Perfect. So, so it's so. now the Great Baldur's Gate Bake Off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's it suddenly just improved in quality while they were eating, and it became great. Yeah, <laughs> slightly better than it was before. Um, so if you with would like your to presence and... at the Bake Off, suddenly it's become greater. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you would like to make a forage you check uh, and sit like at your table and like between bites of food, try to make what looks like a like a fun, colorful invitation. You're, that's totally something you can do if you'd like. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and attempt that. I'm assuming you brought your belongings with you and didn't just like leave all your stuff in the in the suite. So. You would have it on you. Whoa! Oh, I rolled a 20. Nice. <laughs> Getting great rolls then. today. For <laughs> real, though. When they count. <laughs> it's, yeah. He, uh, it's it's going to be like one of those Smash Brothers letters. You just see the letter and it's like, yeah, yeah I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're watching him as he works, Bella, and like for... More of those almost kind of seem silly sometimes when he's, like, forgetting names and you don't know, like, necessarily whether he's doing it on purpose to, like, try to rile someone or he's doing it because he genuinely, like, um, isn't, like, super focused or whatever, you know. Um, and, and like we said earlier, like, you recognize that he has the capacity for some things and he's already performed well in front of you once today. But, like, watching him make this invitation is almost impressive. Um, like... Just like this soon you'll be real husband and wife. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Wasn't insinuating that, but that's up to you. Um, like just really clean lines, really finely done, like no mistakes. Like um, every word is written perfectly. Like the calligraphy is actually very beautiful and it looks like a very nice, fine, important invitation to the great Baldur's Gate Bake Off. Uh, should I should I put his name on it or should it just be generic? Oh no! Put his name on it. Okay, what's his name? <laughs> I I spell it out for him. <laughs> nice, perfect. Yeah. Okay. It's like it's uh, on the board over there. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm not oh, gonna make him. No, 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 no. Sorry, yeah. His perception roll is so bad he wouldn't right. he wouldn't be able to oh, read yeah. it. <laughs> it's like more like as we're leaving, it's just like, oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I could have just lived here the whole time. Um. Yeah. So it's perfect and um. A few minutes after you've finished this, like, it's been long enough, certainly, for the ink to dry and for you to have, like, put in an envelope if you wanted. You don't have to, like, whatever you want to do to package it up, you would have plenty of time for. And then this person comes, like, almost, like, boisterously, like, flings open the door to um, this room. And, like, they close it quietly behind them, but there's, like, a flourish to their entrance. There's uh, this man, like, ruddy cheeks. Um, medium to fair skin, long, bright red mustache that has definitely been waxed and curled at the ends, perfectly coiffed, bright red hair, and in like an obviously like even kind of ostentatious like chef style hat um, and comes out with this violet um, apron that has a little bit of flower on it that looks like it's tried to be dusted off, but there's like still just like that little impression of like the lightness there. And they come out with this flourish and they close the door quietly behind them and start looking around the room and just kind of studying faces and um, like plates and things like that. Not necessarily talking to anyone, but just walking around. 
every once in a while. Um, if somebody doesn't look happy with a baked good, um, or they have like a baked good somewhere on the table and they don't look happy, they might like lean over and say something to them. Um, but then when the person reacts positively, there's like an equally positive exchange and they continue walking around. Perfect. I'm going to look at Morthos and I'm going to say, do we, do we want to give him this invitation now? Or would you like me to find where he lives and drop it in his mailbox so that we can stay anonymous? I think you're going to be fighting later, right? So maybe we should stay anonymous. You're in disguise, remember? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, still they're in disguise, but they don't they don't have like false noses and stuff like that on. They have like makeup. So I mean, yeah. Well, she has false hair, false eyes. We look hair. like Hunger Games wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we do. <laughs> no, yeah, we yeah. look like we live in the capital, huh? that's cool (laughs) oh my gosh I love it so you're going to try to figure out where he lives and deliver it to him uh, like deliver it to his mailbox essentially yeah after the place closes I'm just going to try to follow him okay yeah I'm going to do my sneakies that's fair Um, as as the like night comes to a close you can peruse the um, like main area however you would like you do know that it's going to close around midnight. And um, as the shifts start, you got there early enough in the day that you see like morning shifts start to get off, except for maybe the people who got there super early for the kitchen, they might, they were probably already gone for the day. But it seems like people just exit out the main entrance. Even the staff seems to do so. There doesn't seem to be like a back entrance for them, or at least not one that they seem to be using. And as you, you know, just nonchalantly hang out wherever it is that you uh, are, you do see this person eventually leave the kitchen in what looks like more like plain clothes, not a uniform, and begin to exit. Okay, perfect. Um, Do I have my regular, like, rogue clothes packed with me? If you would have done that, uh, you could definitely have have them with you. Or you could have gone back and changed and come back. um, I think I would have done that. Okay, and yeah, you two could have gone back and changed your normal clothes. That would make sense too, because I feel like I wouldn't necessarily be with you during the yeah. actual. I think Morthos would be a liability. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay, so not you're in a bad stay way. Behind. He's just not a rogue. So we're gonna head back. Yeah. yeah when, okay. When you go back, uh, Fergus goes like, "How'd it go? Aren't you out scoping for a place for Cookie to stay? Oh well, I, I guess. If they're if they're coming back late at night, like we would have had plenty of time to go scope it. Uh, so that's a good question. Actually, do you guys stay there for a long time and then leave and do a quick change for Bella to come back, or do you kind of like, all right, I'm going to come back? Uh, like you finish your meal and leave, and then you're going to come back, like in plain clothes, Bella. What do you What do you think your plan is? Finish the meal and then come back. Okay. So they've only been gone for like an hour or so at this point. So when they come back to do Bella's quick change and for her to leave again, you all are still out scoping okay. for Sounds a good, good. place. Um, okay. So in speaking of, we'll switch over to you all really quick. Um, you are looking for a place for um, her to stay, correct? Well, and you... Okay, go ahead. I mean, my I'm, I 
I don't think Fergus is worried about the like his thought isn't like they're gonna ask where she needs to live. She just can't stay with us in case you know for some reason people you know follow her home or whatever. Yeah, just to make sure that it doesn't yeah, look so too she, suspicious. Yeah, she just yeah, needs yeah. to be staying somewhere else. So the thi- so he wants to find a meetup location where we can like eat. So which I don't. Oh, okay. Which I don't want to be where she's staying. It needs to be a third. It needs to be an entirely separate location. Okay, okay, where okay. We're just gonna meet up and happen to eat near each other. So you're surveying, looking for like specifically a restaurant type of uh like tavern where there's no place necessarily to stay, or at least like the food is good enough, it makes sense for you to leave wherever it is you're staying and go there to eat kind of thing. Yeah, I also I also think that if if there's one that looks like they're hiring, uh, like the restaurant is hiring, that's going to catch his eye, so. Okay. To be, um, to be clear, make... to be clear not for him, not for Cookie. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you make an invest. Actually, um, all who all is going? Cookie and I, Fergus and Bear, or is Bear staying home? I, is this is this on the down low or I, not? See, <laughs> I, I figured I figured he would want Bear to go because he the place needs to be okay with bears. Because Bear would still be staying with Cookie then, right? But no, she I, obviously. I figured Bear would be staying with us. Uh, okay, yeah. Because like Bear needs to be entered in the tournament, she needs to be. Yeah, without. but like no, I figured that's what was happening. Yeah, but... so they need to be cool with bears, so that if we ever need Cookie to talk to Bear, the oh, restaurant, the I restaurant needs to accept bears. Okay, yeah, we're not we're not talking about where she's sleeping right now. We're yep, just yep, talk, yep, yep. talking about a place to meet. Sorry, mm-hmm. my bad. Okay, so um. Well, I guess first of all, Cookie, are you chill with that? Do you want to stay somewhere else? And are you ch- are you are you cool with the idea of like meeting up with them like clandestinely periodically to pass off information? Does it make you unsettled the idea of not staying with Bear, or are you cool with all of this? Like, um, I mean, she's definitely willing to do it, but she's nervous about it. Absolutely, she's def she yeah, she's just scared about it. Just That's scared fair. that things will go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's fair. Um, uh, then I'll go. Go ahead and all of you make, um, all three of you make perception checks for me. I'll have you make one there too, just because like, you know what's going on, but I doubt that you'll be the one to pick out like the place that they're looking for more like you'll Is smell the place smell with the best based? food. Yeah. Go ahead and do it smell based. <laughs> yeah. cookie, cookie got a 17. Uh, Frigus got a 15. Wow. Well, I, uh, I I rolled a 13 <laughs> twice. <laughs> so. I love it. Um, so you're all looking around and there are a couple of places that seem like um, they would be good places to meet up. Um, they seem to be fine with animals. There's like an outdoor area, especially where there are people with like little dogs and stuff like that. There is one place that is hiring. Um, it looks like for just like typical wait staff, is they have a position open for, and it has um, is like a standalone tavern, and it's not like gourmet or anything, but it is definitely like a more of like a fine eating than like a tavern for like the docks or something like that, where like people are going to get rowdy. Um, if that makes sense. And bear, this place smells like they have really good food. Something lemony is going on in there. You don't know if it's lemon bar or not, but there's definitely lemon. <laughs> there, there might just be a lemon. 
<laughs> yep, they're Maybe. just the lemon wedges for the iced tea. <laughs> um, Fr- Frigus pokes his head in, in the one that's hiring. Okay. Um, why don't you tell me what the interior of this place looks like? It looks like a tavern that looks <laughs> cool. <laughs> there's an arcade machine in the corner. Yeah, there's a clockwork machine in the corner that looks like it has some sort of game you can play. Is it like sort of sketchy where you could, you know, do illicit business, you know, sitting well, around a table? Yeah, not sketchy it, this place. Yeah, it needs to not it needs to be someplace that a a baker from the purple scepter would go to that wouldn't violet be scepter violet scepter it's it's gonna we're gonna we're gonna say purple scepter Cookies enough it's gonna be god sakes it's gonna be changed a magenta stick <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah it needs to be vaguely upstanding yeah this looks like the sort of like it has the aesthetic of a brunch cafe but it doesn't look like they only serve brunch it's like They've got a couple of tables outside. There's like iron rot, and then there's like flowers and little planters, and the inside looks very like cozy, like warm colored woods and things like that. Fergus goes up to the counter and goes, "Uh, sign says you're hiring." Um, yes. Do you have white stuff experience? No. Is, <laughs> is that? The only option, dish dishwasher. Suppose we could promote the dishwasher. <laughs> it's been really. He's doing good work. <laughs> I think you should personally. <laughs> first, first time in this place. I looked at the dishes. He does good work. <laughs> you know what? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, that was an out-of-character statement, but sure, if I roll high, I'm going to... St- 20? Yeah. That 20. <laughs> Suddenly, you know... <clears throat> Here, I'll do it. You know, I was just looking at the dishes. They look really good. It would... I mean, I, I honestly... I want to train under him. He's like, this is the kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I dream, my dishes I dream of, of, of working under the great... Dishwasher of this location. His name is Ajax. <laughs> the name of the dishwasher is Ajax. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like the cleaning. <laughs> yes. Do you know why the dish soap is named Ajax? Because of Ajax in Greece. Get it? Ajax stuff in Greece. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um, so they look really like confused at first, and then they like start to look around at like the 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 plates that are like visible through like that little like window area where like orders come in and out of in a place like this and um they like look back in the kitchen and there's that kind of like "Hmm." (laughs) hold on and they go back there and there's like they're gone the person you spoke to is gone for like 15 minutes and they eventually come back and they're like you really want to wash dishes (laughs) He he looks at them and goes, "I'm I'm looking for a part time job, and God, looking at these dishes, I can't. I I need to know his secrets. I need to know why why they're so good. And please, please, I I beg upon you, sir, let me wash your dishes." 
did say he was interested in training to serve, so we'll do a week apprenticeship with the dishwasher and then switch out. <laughs> Fergus, uh, Fergus uh, lo- looks very pleased with that. <laughs> and, and he goes, thank you, thank you. I'm excited. I will come in tomorrow at 5 p.m.? Yeah. Uh, 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 gladly. And, and, uh, and he, uh, walks back to, uh, Cookie and Bear and goes, uh, so this is the meeting place? <laughs> <laughs> like, this place seems cute. It's sure. very cute. Mm. Um, wh- yeah. Or uh, chill with bears? I forgot to ask. <laughs> I assume Bear is inside the business at this point, and no Probably. one and no one is. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought that you all went in together yeah. to like yeah. scope the place out. Um, yeah, so Bear walked in, and nobody said anything. Yeah, so they must be chill with bears. There's that moment where like everyone kind of stopped and looked and looked at each other and looked back at a bear and waited to see what would happen. And when like she just kind of stood there next to a person, they were like. Mm. <laughs> Just like sniffing their food. Lemon bar? When in yeah. doubt, I could always act as a service bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Well, it's it's super common for um, like rangers to have beast companions. So when they look over and they see uh, an animal that would normally be like in the wild, acting pretty docilely next to like a humanoid creature, it's pretty easy for people to be okay with it because they're like, ah, one of those <laughs> wild people. You know, just assume that you're rangers or something. Okay, cool. So you somehow managed to like get a job offer out of that. I don't even really know how that happened, but it did. Persuasive <laughs> moment. Didn't discuss pay or anything. They did, yeah. <laughs> they were hiring somebody. I mean, yeah. I I'm, I, I didn't want to get into the nitty gritty with Katie. We're still playing a game. We can forget the exact thing. No, no, it actually makes like, it's, it's, it's more like that character, that person is like, I just, just try to really just promote my dishwasher. Like, it kind of seems like a good idea. I don't know why. Yeah, okay, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> got the position filled, I guess. Like like um yeah. not like they were worried, confused, more like it was just a really bizarre interaction that seemed to turn out well and they're like not really sure. Like, you know, like like you don't walk away feeling bad for them or anything, and you just kind of walk away and they're like lost in their own thoughts or something. So What's yeah. the place called? The place is called um <laughs> the Frog and Firkin. What is a Firkin? What the fuck? Isn't that oh god? Isn't that a genital wig? Is it? Oh, I hope not. (laughs) (laughs) A small cask formerly used for liquids, butter, or fish. Right. That's how Firkin beers are small. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, I should have known that. I work in a beer bar. Equal to half a kilderkin, about eleven gallons. Half of a what? Kilderkin. I didn't know that was a real word. I know somebody on Twitter that goes by Kilderkin, and now I know what a Kilderkin is. So, so Katie, if you're wondering, I what was I'm... thinking Merkin. Oh, uh. oh. So, so Katie, <laughs> if you're wondering what I'm doing during my downtime uh, during this month, I'm working at the Frog and Firkin. Working at, <laughs> working at the Nine Frog and Firkin. <laughs> yeah, it's how to make a living. Fergus is working at the Frog and Firkin. <laughs> I'm trying to wonder if like. Cookie should look for what inn she wants to stay in 
by herself, so there's not that link. Yeah. Yep. You can do that. So the two of you can head back and um, she'll go off by herself. There are several inns in the area. Like, it's really just a matter of you picking which one, like, looks good to you or has some sort Mm -hmm. of, like, quality about it that you're looking for. Because this is a part of town where they, like, accommodate travelers, essentially. She'd probably just pick, like, a modest, clean, you know, cute-looking place that's not doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You're not you're not checking out the bakery, like if they got any sweets. If, is that would that matter? I guess yeah. Inns will have have some sort of food, probably. Um, Maybe. Yeah, usually. Do you go in and check on the baked goods, or is it more just like looking at the outside and seeing what type of um, like a place that looks like that looks nice? They look clean, that kind of thing. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I would doing? say mainly um, it looks nice because she'll be doing baking stuff at the casino if she gets hired so yeah um so there are a couple places that stand out to you as like looking simple looking clean not looking too outlandish so they probably won't be super expensive but looking like um nice enough that you're not gonna like worry about bugs or anything like that um the one that looks the coziest is called evergreen two words and that's um still like in that this general area you said Mm -hmm. right Okay. It's like maybe a couple of, it's like two or three city blocks away from the Frog and Firkin, which is about two city blocks away from the Golden Harp. The Harp. The Golden Golden Inn, Harp. Golden Harp. Golden Harp. That's the one. Didn't have to make that one up today, so I already forgot what it was. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Golden Harp is a inn in Waterdeep. Like it's an actual inn in yeah. Waterdeep. Yep. Yeah. The other was I'm making up because yeah. I didn't think I didn't know ahead of time that we were going to be doing that. <laughs> so, so these are small places that you're not going to find on any official maps anywhere. Unless you pick a random building and say that one's it. That's the, that's the one. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you just scoping the place out today, or are you going to go in and get a room today? Um, I. Th- think maybe she would just scope it first and then get a room once she knows the guy's like gone i think gotcha okay so maybe just like a tour <laughs> oh yeah so you go mm-hmm. in and um the place is very like on the outside it looks like a normal building that fits in on the city block where it's at but on the inside it has a very like log cabin feel to it like they almost Ooh. left some of the wood like on unpoli- not unpolished on um Stained, Stained. And there's like that fresh pine scent almost in the air a little bit, and it's very like cottagey. It's intended to be cozy looking and feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she would like that because maybe it reminds her of like the woods mm-hmm. and being back home. That's why it stood out to you. It's very like natural feeling. Like there's a lot of plants on the inside. It's not as lavishly decorated or like garish as some of the places nearby. So it's much more like home and comforting and like. Okay, okay. yeah, it feels mm-hmm. if she would she would dig it. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. So you take a note of that and we'll zip back over to Bella. Um, re- Go ahead. Re- real quick. On the sure. walk walking back to the uh Golden Harp uh with Bear, uh Fergus like s- stops by like I don't know, like a open market where like, like maybe a food cart type situation and and picks up like like uh, a turkey leg or something. Like like two of them, like one for himself, and then he he uh, he buys one and like hands it down to Bear and goes, "Here you go." I think the elf feeds you way too many sweets, 
And, and this <laughs> is like, you need some protein. <laughs> Gotta get swole. Air eats it, obviously. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, in fact, um, it's it's very nicely made. It tastes really good there. And another thing that um just like taking in the smells of the area that draws your attention is something called the water deep worst. It appears to be some sort of like sausage that's like encased in some sort of batter and it is like um fried a little bit, maybe it's got a really good scent to it. You might want one of those sometime later on. You don't have a whole turkey leg to eat. That, that's is that a baked good? No, a wor- it's oh. a corn dog, but it's called oh. the water deep worst. Okay, I was like kind of okay. You said, okay, good. <laughs> I figured it out. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your way back? Any of you? Oh. Before we flash over to, I don't think so. Okay. Um. So. Uh, knowing what your plan is, Bella, it's easy for you to just kind of like urban uh, stealth your way around like the city and in and out of the casino. If you choose to go back in, um, you could just stay around the area if not and just kind of like no- look nonchalant and but keep an eye on the entrance to see this person come out. Um, is your plan to kind of like tail them home at a distance then um, and then find a way to like slip the invitation to like a letterbox or something like that for them just to make mm-hmm. sure that I've got the right idea? Okay. Yep. They leave um, probably, it's like twilight-ish time. Like they don't look like they must be the person that gets there super early because they don't have to do all the prep work in the kitchen. So they have a little bit more of like a midday sort of shift. So they're heading home about the time that like there actually starts being shadows around so you could urban blend in and just kind of like nonchalantly make your way uh, across or you could like literally completely try to go unnoticed it's totally up to you um i i would like to go as unnoticed as possible by as many people as possible okay go ahead and make a stealth check for me i rolled a 22 nice okay so and in the areas where there is nowhere for you to slip down like a corridor or whatever, you are easily able to, in a city of this size at a time where a lot of people are like moving about on their way to and from evening meals, jobs, and things like that, um, to either blend in or to slip down an alleyway and like come out the other end, being able to, knowing enough about how cities are constructed, um, like keep your eye on them and then disappear and come back out a place where you know they're going to be based on the movements that they make. It's not a super, super long walk. You do end up kind of like on the other side of the district. There's like a more, as opposed to traveler sort of housing area, there's a more permanent sort of housing area. It seems that he's got what is essentially like a condo um, where it's like, there's not like a land holding, um, but he has like a, a residence of some kind in a more permanent um, like capacity and there do seem to be like letter boxes for correspondence um, and you can slip a letter in, but you wouldn't be able to get into it too much and it, you'll kind of have to finagle it to get it in because it does look like the mail is intended to be delivered um, in like a private capacity, but you probably can slide it in under like the lid that's locked if you if that's what your goal was to do. So are you suggesting that like there's a lock on the mailbox? Yeah, it looks like there's a lid that comes down that locks, but there's like a lip to it. So it would be difficult to get in, but might be able to like feed the letter into it to make it look like it was delivered. You could also like slide it under a door or stick it in like it's kind of it's up to you. Um, Like 
Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just wondering if like there's a lock-in mechanism that she would be capable of picking. Yeah, yeah can there's I that too. If you wanted to try to to pick the lock, like there's there's a variety of options like at your disposal. It just kind of depended upon what you wanted to do, um, like with this letterbox. So there are like it is more of like a residential area, so fiddling with somebody's letterbox too much might be something that people would notice unless you were able to do it like super quickly. So it's it's up to you what you do. Like I said, you could literally like slide under his door if you wanted to. <laughs> what is your plan? No. Yeah. I'm trying I'm trying I was like, why would a um competition like do it that way? Because they could send a courier instead of like an official letter carrier. I suppose, yeah. It could be UPS delivering it. <laughs> we we just throw shit at your door. We don't Yeah, I'm just gonna slip it under the door. Okay. No. I'm gonna hmm. I'm not gonna <laughs> slip it under his door yet. I know where he lives now. So mm-hmm. I'm going to plan to come back tomorrow during the day when he's not home so that he can come home to find it after his shift. Okay. Because otherwise okay. he's going to be like, why did this show up after I got home from work? Like, that's going to look suspicious. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So, yeah, you know where he lives now. Um, there's not, like, a gate or anything that you have to memorize a code to. It's, it's like, out in the open. Um, and... He lives on, like, the third floor, but again, there's no, like, like doors that you have to pass where there's, like, a bell person or, like, a door person that's going to, like, notice you or, like, ask for, a, like, where you live or anything like that, luckily. Um, it looks a nice place, but it's not, like, a rich people, you like, where they keep people out sort of area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so you can come back tomorrow. But it's, like, pretty straightforward. I don't think there's, like, a need to, like, go through the process. You you were able to, like, track him down, like, absolutely expertly. So it'll be absolutely nothing for you to return the next day and leave the letter. Do you do anything specific with it when you leave it for him the next day, Bella? Um, no. I'm just going to slip it under his door. Okay. That makes sense. And it's not, like, this wouldn't be, like, super uncommon because if someone does hire a private courier, then, like, they either track that person down and hand it over to them or they leave it at a place they know that they'll get it. So that seems like a reasonable thing to do. Like, it's not, like, uh, I think it was a good idea to wait until he gets home so that it seems, like, delivered during normal times. But it's not like he's going to think anything weird of it um, if it, it, like, shows up slipped under his door or anything. Assuming, actually, I guess I should ask. So, who's going to keep tabs on the baker and see what happens after he receives letters? Is that still Bella? She's gonna... the, yeah, she's the one who knows where he is. So, yeah. Do you take anyone with you, or are you going to take that like um, as your own sort of thing that you're doing, like your task to complete? I got to figure out what step two is going to be. Now that he has the letter, I got to figure out how to actually like. Trap him. Make sure he goes. <laughs> yeah, make sure then, he yeah. leaves. Yeah, Out of I, water I, deep, yeah. yeah. I, and, yeah. Because the letter would do, make him, I don't know, put, possibly make him think he needs to go now. Plant the seed, well, but, Baldur's, but like, yeah. Baldur's Gate Bake Off, where is that held? Baldur's Gate. Isn't that in Waterdeep? No, it's a, it's a separate city. It's a Oh. Yeah, Baldur's Gate's a, like, uh, like, I think it takes. So he'll about, still like, have to travel there. Yeah. So I don't have to touch him. No, I don't think so. The, the, he just has um, to fall for the invitation. From Waterdeep to Baldur's Gate is a pretty long journey. If he goes completely, like, like this is something Bella can think about. Um, if he were to travel either by like 
on foot or by cart. He's the sort of person who would probably be taking like carts or something. It's uh, over 600 miles down the Sword Coast if you go by road. Um, it would be faster to go by water, too, if you went that way. It's better but, be some kind of bake-off. Holy shit. But it's it's a long <sighs> journey. It would take – if you were to walk, it would take several weeks. Um, if you were to ride a cor- uh, like uh, in carts, it would take a little bit less. If you were to go by boat, it would probably only take um, a week or so to journey down there, maybe a week and a half. But it's going to, like, it's a journey he's going to have to undertake if he goes, should he choose to accept. So then I guess that my... Oh, I hope he doesn't. (laughs) Yeah. I would be trying to make sure that he does go, I guess, and then ensuring that um, if I can cause subtle delays that will slow him down but not deter him from going, that's what I would try to do. Like, if I can, like, sabotage his cart so that like halfway there or something a wheel falls off and he has to stop for repairs or something like that's what i'm aiming to do okay go ahead just for like for your general surveillance like as you're keeping an eye on him and trying to figure out like what his actions are over the course of the next couple of days go ahead and make me one stealth check and then one perception check and one insight check just to see like how well you're able to like stay out of the way, keep a tabs on what he's doing and like guess at his motivations um, in addition to like just kind of like watching his physical self. Okay, so stealth, I rolled a 12. Okay. Um, perception, I rolled an 18. And inside, I rolled a nat 20. Nice. So, um, the DC for the still check wasn't going to be very high because you're not having to actually tail someone. You know where you're going. You know what's like, you know where he's going to be. You know where he, where he has to go back to. So that was more of like, um, like how many people might notice you. As you're going about, it doesn't seem like anyone necessarily takes too much notice to you. Um, His rolls today. I know, right? We're, mm-hmm. burning, we're uh, burning all the rails, rolls on the prep. The, the actual heist is just going to be like net ones all the way through. <laughs> oh, gosh. We need to just like cl- like do the prep so good that we just like walk in and be like, hello, we're taking everything so that like we can beef the rolls and it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I played a whole session earlier where I didn't roll above a seven on the die. So oh, this is no. making me very jealous in this moment. Um, so anyway, um, you feel pretty confident that no one seems to be like giving you side eyes or anything. Um, like as you make your way around, like keeping tabs on him, you are able to keep pretty close beat on his schedule. He does seem to show up like mid morning ish to the casino. He seems to leave around that sort of like dusky time. Most days he, he, the, the, the day after you deliver it, he ends up leaving a little bit early. Um, the second day after you deliver it, he shows up to the casino a little bit later than he had on the original day. And then there's a third day where he seems back to like his normal schedule. But after he leaves the casino that third day, he does go to the like stable-ish area by the main gate and go into a building and have like a decently long conversation with somebody in there. He's in there for about 45 minutes. And he comes out holding some kind of, like, paperwork that he then, like, stuffs into, like, an inner jacket pocket sort of thing. Watching him and, like, over the course of a couple of days, a few things become clear to you. Um, He's definitely not going to walk. This is not the sort of person who's about to walk um, a solid, like, month and a half down to Baldur's Gate. He definitely chartered some sort of um, transport 
It doesn't seem like he's going to go by water because he was talking to people at the stables. And after about another two or three days, you um, see him, instead of leaving to go to the casino the, the following, like on the final day, he doesn't leave home until sometime in the like mid-afternoon. Um, he leaves with a few bags in tow and someone comes and meets him at outside of like the building where he lives and takes a few bags like in their hand to help him carry it. And you're able to watch him like make his way across town back to the stable where there is a cart waiting there. You've had enough time to be able to assess how long a journey would take if you were to go by cart and just getting there, um, it will be easier for him. He won't have to exert any physical effort, but the travel time will still be something like three weeks. So you could definitely try to mess with the cart. But even if he were to get there and turn around and come right, right back, he would arrive after the tournament. All right, then we're not going to worry about it. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to mess with anything. You rolled a natural 20 on the forgery. and This guy thinks it's legit and he can't miss an opportunity. So it worked out pretty well. Yeah, now and, well and also like he might get to Boulder's Gate and be like, well, guess I have to wait for the, the, the Boulder's Gate bake off and show up the mm-hmm. day of. Yeah, and but even if he doesn't, like I said, even if he were to like immediately take like a boat back yeah. and it were only to be like a week and a half, he still wouldn't make it back by the time of the tournament. Yeah, I yeah. think his forgery is going to be so good. They're going to let him participate. In the baby. <laughs> <laughs> That would be amazing. Like I have this. And like, you're not on the list, but this is one of ours. That somebody, oh, hey, it even has the little watermark thing. Yeah. Like when you hold it up have. to the light. So you feel really confident that that, um, that that man has been taken care of. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is out of the way. Lilia has met up with you um, on one other occasion. She didn't deliver any like super useful information, but she just kind of was like checking to see how things were going. Um, and you can tell her whatever you would like. I mean, I'd give her all of the details on okay. what Fergus has suggested for um, a plan of attack um, and kind of get her uh, opinion on it, um, as well as tell her like what I did with the baker to get Cookie. Yeah, I'm, I mean, the, all the plan that I've did, she was there for. Like, I, I right. yeah. So I guess she, I'd give her a progress report then yeah. to tell yeah. her like how it's coming along and what updates there are. Okay. Yeah. Um. Seems like she she's like kind of like nodding along as you telling her. It takes the information well. Seems like uh, everything is going like along to a plan well enough. Um. She's interested to see like how things will pursue and let like lets you know essentially that like they'll get back to you on what they end up wanting from the place because they haven't decided yet. They're still looking for a little bit more information on what might be in perhaps even the vault. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Um, and then ask if you need anything else from them. I uh, no, not at this time. Okay. Um. So, um, you have completed several stages. You're all feeling well. You can feel however you want to feel about the plan. I'm not going to tell you how you feel, but <laughs> things seem to be falling sexy. into place. <laughs> <laughs> Um, things seems to be falling into place. Cookie, you have like a nice little place to stay that kind of gives you like a little bit of a homey vibe and it does make you feel a little bit better. Or I should say like 
the anxieties that you have about what's going on are relieved somewhat when you're in that environment because it does kind of have that sort of like homey cozy feeling there you're eating plenty of good food uh, Morthos, there's like the promise of loot on the horizon. That's super exciting. And Bella, you get the idea that they're paying a lot of attention to this heist, not because they're like interested in what like the people want out of there. And they are going to have like, they're going to have a request for something as like payment for the information. Um, but it's not going to like, it's not the sort of thing that's going to be held against you. Like if it doesn't pan out, it's more like they're going to like ask for something else. But you get the idea that they're watching this closely to see how it goes and not only to see how like you progress and perform, but to see like it's it's almost kind of like a like a progress sort of thing. They want to see like what your skills are and what you're capable of. Um, but it's not it's not like with the scrutinous eye. It's more like they're curious to see how this goes. So there's like a lot of interest not only in like the caliber of the operation, like this is an important thing that needs to be put off. And you're getting this impression from Lilia as you're talking. Um, uh, she doesn't like outright say it or anything, but like they're surprised that somebody is wanting to like pull this off because it's not um, like this place is pretty well guarded, but um, they're like kind of like a little bit excited even. So for your own purposes, you feel like this could be some kind of like either foot in the door or like an opportunity to establish like, um, like a closer contact with somebody who is like moderately important, uh, at least in this city, in terms of like the hierarchy of that place. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. So the sun sets on <laughs> dawn, the final day. No, I'm kidding. Um, the sun sets on. <laughs> the, the- you have to heist tomorrow. Go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. All we got here was the guy. That just doesn't <laughs> help us. Now we can't eat sweets on the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But the the sun sets on the final day and you all know that this man is setting off and that there's the opportunity for you to um, perhaps get cookie as your inside person, um, you know, over the course of the next days and everything seems to be going well. Is there any sort of interaction that any of you want to have over the course of like that first seven days that that makes more sense to have now than later on? I think Morthos has been really taken with his costume and his fancy clothes, and so he's kind of <laughs> refused to take it off and like change oh, no. back into his normal stuff. And everyone's kind of like, it's kind of getting gross, but also like, what are you doing? Wait, so you haven't, you're not like washing it? <laughs> yeah, I got my makeup on. It's oh. like, <laughs> oh no, you're not washing you either. I would take too much pride in how nice I helped him finish up. So like, if his makeup starts to falter, I'd help him touch it up. Nice. And I'm really There's liking the fancy look. There's absolutely no way that I would let him look like crap. Not when I've now committed to him being my fake husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just about standards, right? So um, so do you convince him to like have it washed periodically too? Or it's more just the makeup and the look? I definitely try to help him keep clean in whatever mm-hmm. sneaky way I can. If I can't outright say, hey, you're disgusting, we need to clean your clothes, then I'd try to make it into like... Oh, you should go to the spa and have a beautiful spa day, and then I'd steal his clothes and wash them without his knowledge or something. Okay. More or less, how do you think you would, um, like, take, like, do you think that Bella even hinting at, like, well, let's freshen up your clothes would, would make more of those, like, yeah, you're right, we should definitely do that, like, taking cues from her sort of thing? Or do you think that he would be hesitant to that because he's so taken with his look? I think he'd be okay with it if like you know outwardly other people are like yeah you're right you're looking good 
Like he's <laughs> he's like okay. Wait, so he's okay? Like he's not gonna wash it, or he's okay? Like he is gonna wash? No, it? No, he's gonna gonna wash it. Like okay. he likes, yeah. He's getting like that positive feedback cycle, right. so he wants yeah. to keep himself fresh. Okay, so like a couple days goes by as you're like going out and tailing this baker, and you like start to take notice that Morthos is like not properly like undergoing hygiene, <laughs> and you're you're able to like convince him to freshen up and get his clothes washed, and you're able to help him with his makeup and keep that look going. I love this, like, like the like mentorship almost. It's like developing. Yeah. I was like, I'll help you. <laughs> in like two or three levels, all of a sudden, Morthos is going to take a level in Rogue. Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what's oh going God. on? I would love that. That'd be so <laughs> funny. What character development? Okay. So, yeah. So, um, Morthos has been looking fancy. Um, Bella's been like getting stuff done. Fergus, you've got a like a job you're doing. Okay, Cookie, so you've got a little hideaway. Well, it's you're saying it's been a week. So mm-hmm. how did how did my in, in, uh, apprenticeship? How did my first week go? How did my yeah. appre- <laughs> how did my apprenticeship with Ajax go? <laughs> um, Ajax was really confused why you wanted to learn about their like dishwashing techniques. Um, because they didn't necessarily particularly think that they were like putting a whole lot of effort into it. But as you started, like they heard about like what you had said and they started telling you what you're saying. Are you continuing to like blow smoke up his ass kind of thing? Or, okay. Like- well, okay. So did his dishes look nice? Yeah, they were clean. W- would you, would you say like, did they shine in the light? Shine like the top of the Chrysler building. Um, what was was because you did have me roll per, uh, persuasion, not deception. So arguably, yeah. arguably, <laughs> I was I was po- I was pointing out how good a job that he did. Yeah, I mean, like he's a good dishwasher. It's okay. like they're plain white plates, so it's not like all of a sudden it looks like crystal or anything like that. But yeah, like they're clean and they're yeah. fresh looking. Yeah, so he like food left behind. You don't get that like one set of utensils that looks like you can't double that's water spots or food from the last person. Like that doesn't ever happen. So I think I think Fergus like was looking when he said it, he was just like looking for an excuse to to get this job because he's like, I'm not gonna make it as a, a um you know as a server. As a server. I can wa- wash the dishes, but when he saw that, he's like, "This guy actually knows what he's doing." Like, I, you know, I want to know how he's washing these dishes so good. Like, maybe okay. he's, maybe he's like got really good sleight of hand, and he's just real good. So I'm, he's, he's like, Fergus okay. is watching. Like, what is he doing? Why is Fergus he knows a professional scout. when he sees one? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you so you show up on your first day, and instead of being like overly, um, like complimentary you're ge- you've got genuine curiosity and it's like they're taken aback at first like it's not the sort of thing that people usually like take pay attention to and over the course of the first day um you you find out that like they have come up with little ways of getting like tough stuck on food off and things like that like um they they mix two of the different like dishwashing solutions together for certain pots and pans and um they found that like you can air dry some things, but you have to kind of do like a light dry on other things first. So there's water spots. And so like they don't even realize that they have like a technique at first. But as they're like training you over the first like day or two, they kind of like almost like think about themselves, I guess. Like there's like a little bit of pride for them in that like this interaction where they feel like they've actually like have information yeah, to good give at this. someone. And you do feel like you're <laughs> legitimately learning like little tips and tricks that like somebody would pick up as they do a job, but you wouldn't necessarily think about. 
At the at the end of this month, I expect to have I expect to have proficiency in dishwashing. Yeah, can he <laughs> add that to his character sheet? <laughs> I trained at the master, and then we'll see if that ever comes up, okay. and it will be hilarious <laughs> when it does. Like, because I think oh that's gosh, legitimately yes. downtime activities. It's like a month to become proficient with something. I think is like an actual thing. So. You have to actually spend downtime on trying to become proficient with new things. So. Uh, I yeah. So he does his dish dishwashing stuff during during the week because he can't follow anything with the heist until the first step's done. Uh, I do think like he he has Rascal like kind of hang out in like an alley like right out the the back door of the the uh what's the place Frog and. The frog and firkin. The there's actually an area he can be outside. That's they'll that's they don't mind that. But there's also like an away from the kitchen sort of like lounge area for staff when they're taking their like breaks and stuff like that. And everybody seems to really take to him, whether or not he is nice to them. He's a cute dog kind of thing. So they would be okay with you keeping him inside too, unless you wanted to keep him outside. Well, my my thought was that it he would be like so like usually there's like a back door through the kitchen, take out trash <laughs> and da da da. Um, my thought was that like he would have Rascal just kind of hang out in that alley behind the door, and then like any like with people send back food and they're like not all the way gone, like he would kind of scrape it out for for Rascal to eat out the back door. I love it. Yeah, he enjoys the heck out of that, like fresh cooked foods of all kinds. Um, he seems particularly thrilled every time the door opens, the ears go up, and when it's not you with food, they go back down, and he does the like dog lay down thing where the head's Aww. on the hands and they look just a little bit sad. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's all I've got. Okay, so your shift ends a little after midnight and we will we will end with you kind of like finishing up for the night, like bizarrely feeling like you've learned a lot about how to clean things, like more than you expected almost maybe when you first like proposed the idea, but legitimately have like stumbled upon some like trade secrets almost, or just like good tips that you hadn't thought of before. And um, you are taking like a nighttime walk back with Rascal at your side, who has had some nice fresh um, steak today and is quite happy. Your relationship has like continued to increase where he like, he pretty much just like follows in your footsteps and is always kind of like just a few inches away from nuzzling your hand uh, most times. Um, so you just kind of have this like pleasant walk under the stars and the, and the street lights back to your place and you see the silhouette of the Violet Scepter kind of off in the distance. And there's that thought of like, we're close. Everything's falling into place. This is going to be okay. <laughs>